Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Yep. <laughs> Not a lot of luck of the Irish right now. Pour a little drink for everyone. We got a friend here, Anthony. Why don't you uh, tell us what we're drinking today? What's up, guys? Uh, we're drinking this monkey shoulder. Never heard of it. But it's good. It's good shit. About to good figure, shit. about to find out what this is like. Tasty, uh, smooth uh, scotch whiskey. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Clink them up. Salute. Ow. I'm like 10 miles away. And my back is a little messed up right now, so. Oh, yeah. You still hurting from that, Yeah, from that uh, car accident. accident. That yeah, sucks, it's terrible. Man. Might Holy get surgery shit. or whatever. That but sucks. That's you why, should, uh, that's why that there's alcohol. Yeah. Thank do God for alcohol. Later. Yeah. This is actually really good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Ant, why don't you give us a little background about yourself? Uh, you know, we've had a lot of communists on this show, so I had to get another right-wing nut job up here with me. <laughs> it's about so, time. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I need all the help we could get over here. So, uh, you know, just a little overview of you. All right. First off, thanks for having me on here. I've of been course. listening to you guys. Um I always like that we can, um, no matter if we have different views or whatever, we always can talk about it, discuss it without arguing and without being disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, if we argue, it's you know, it's not I, a, it's not like an argument where we hate each other. It's just an, it's a, you know, it's a debate. It's yeah. a debate the way we, it should be. We've spoken about that on Facebook a lot. How you know, we, I appreciate the fact that me and you especially can debate stuff and we don't hate each other or not want to hang out or anything. Anymore. Oh, of course not, because that's too too many people do that nowadays. That's that's the premise of what we try and do because yeah. you know you vote one way, Skaggs votes another way, and you guys have disagreements on the battle zone of Facebook. And right away on Facebook, the second you disagree with somebody, fuck you, you're dead to me. I, I hope yeah. your I hope your house burns to the ground with you inside of it, where yeah. it doesn't need it's to be that way. Illogical. Yeah, I don't I don't get why it doesn't that need way. to be that way. It's, uh, it's very are, childish. Yeah, people are too uh, tribal nowadays. Like they want to be on a team and they want the other yep. team to lose. And it doesn't matter if friends get lost in the, yep. the process. Identity politics. Yeah. They they just think they have some type of identity to to stick to instead of carving out their own path. Yeah. I personally don't even think they have an identity. They don't even know what their identity is. Anyway. They were CNN told them what their identity was CNN. and they ran with it. Yep. CNN. CNN. <laughs> I won't give them the proper uh, I accolades on this there's, show. <laughs> there's a lot of fake uh, Twitter and, and Facebook pages mm-hmm. like that. They're like spoof pages mm-hmm. of CNN, and they'll post like fake uh, CNN you know news stories that are yeah. just totally over the top, outrageous. Yep. It's pretty funny. You know what I wanted to ask you, Ant? Yeah, what's up? What did you get banned on Facebook for? Oh, this, yeah. This how time. many how many times have you been banned on Facebook, and how many Facebook accounts have you created? Um. Wow, I think this must definitely be my, uh, this is definitely like my third or fourth Facebook over the nice. years. How the fuck are you still even on Facebook? I don't know. <laughs> I'm surprised the feds haven't gone after me yet. Like, <laughs> I'm on some sort of list, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, I've always been in Facebook jail. I actually have three Facebook pages right now. I have sitting one that I'm jail? waiting. Yeah, <laughs> just sitting in jail. I mean, listen, I don't understand. You have the right to a phone call. Like, they should at least let you post something yeah. once a week if you're in Facebook jail. What right? makes no sense with them is there's no, uh, in any of the social media sites, there's no way you can, like, appeal your ban. Right. It's like he, they're just like a dictatorship where if you say something they don't like, they ban you. And if you yep. don't. Either remove and, that thing or whatnot, they, you're done. That leads into like my conspiracies and, and my, my crazy theories that I'm always coming up with or, or reading on or whatever. Whether they're real conspiracies or not, they're they're just that. But uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the right wing pages that I follow are always complaining about Facebook and Twitter 
Because one thing I've noticed on Instagram, you know, social media is very anti-gun. And I follow all the hunting pages and all the gun pages is and it stuff. Though? Is it though? I mean, yes. And so, you know, you know when you look through the cars. The companies are, you mean. Right. So, you know, when you're on Instagram and you're looking through Ferraris and you're looking at sexy girls and you're looking at sneakers, you go to your Explorer page and it's all different pages of sexy girls, sexy cars, and sneakers. So, by theory, if I'm looking at hunting and guns in my Explorer page, it should be filled with guns as well. Put that to the test right, right. now, Ben. And you you're not going to find any guns on any Second Amendment type of stuff on the sec on your Explorer page. So with Facebook and stuff, you say something that's extremely on the right, where everybody's getting away with you know leaning towards the left, saying all the, you know, yay abortion, kill all the babies, fuck little babies, kill them all, and you say something about Trump, and they're throwing you in jail. It's it's unbelievable. So what are some of the things you've Facebook been thrown in jail? Yeah, Facebook jail. So what are some of the things you've been thrown in Facebook jail for? What's your favorite one? If, if you could talk about them. If they're really fucking outrageous. <laughs> well, you don't want to know about my most recent one. I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> I can't wait to get the show. <laughs> but, uh... Your mic is fucked up on. again, Cap. Keep, keep going, in. Honestly, mostly. I mean, I probably could have still been on it if I delivered it a little differently. You know, you throw in a little extra word or two you're not supposed yeah, to say, know, whatever you know. kind of changes your argument. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, no, there's definitely a, a double standard. There is. There is. You could say the dumbest fucking thing and you'll be banned. Like, mm-hmm. I got banned on Twitter uh, because Hillary Clinton posted about how she – I think I probably talked about this before. But she posted one day about how she wanted to be an astronaut when she was a little girl. Right. And uh, I wrote on there, I was like, man, I wish we could strap you to a rocket and blast you off into space. I got banned from Twitter yep. for that. And they would not unban me until I removed the post. Yeah, on, on Instagram. I, it was uh, a joke. I yeah. honestly don't see what's wrong with that. Exactly. Right. It's not, you're it's not just, even you could say, stating whether you like her or you hate her. You're not even saying anything. That's it's just a funny like, joke. Yeah. It's like a it's childish a joke. Yeah. joke. It's like you something could, a 12-year-old You could say, say I wish I stri- you know Trump got strapped to a rocket and exploded. Oh, no, and you would have a they thousand probably, They'd yeah. probably send me a million-dollar paycheck or yeah. something. Oh, good. You hate Trump? Good. Fuck Let's him. test that anyway. theory. Yeah. Next time uh, Trump posts about Space Force, I'm going to post something like that and be like, man, I hope you jump on one of those Exact same words. launch you off the fucking planet or something. See if anything happens. I had commented... A page on Instagram about uh, they were a lot. They were very uh, pro-life, and uh, I had my own argument. But the the moral of the argument was like it comes down to it. It's not my child. It's not my choice. And like people were so offended, the pay, like Instagram deleted the comment. Wait. So you uh, so you were trying to make the I made point that you're I made a point of an argument for pro-choice uh-huh. on this particular page and I, it was like a hard i don't remember exactly what i said because i can't like the entire it had like plenty like there was a chain of like a hundred and something comments of just people arguing and i came at them with like some hardcore like pro-choice like statement and like it, it got deleted immediately and this was what like a right wing uh yeah page yeah. yeah so but i mean those pages could probably uh they could like curate their own page and delete shit if they don't yeah. like what they see yeah that's sep- that's different than uh facebook curating itself yeah. you know what i mean like like we made our own two doomed men facebook page i have the ability to delete someone else's post like if someone posts and i don't like it i could just delete it mm-hmm. you know what i mean but that's me I'm follow us on facebook and instagram two doomed men Nice, nice product placement there, <laughs> I'm already on it. There, there you go. go, pal. So what did you get kicked off of Facebook for? 
He's not at liberty to say. Yeah, I'm not at, li- <laughs> not at liberty to Some say. Some hardcore shit. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to plead the fifth on that All one. All right, it's fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I was laughing, bro. I uh, I don't know if you checked your Facebook while you were way over here, but I I left. I was looking back on Facebook for like a, a recent argument that me and you had had right. a debate on there that me and you had had, and I found it after a while, and I left a comment in there. I was like, "Yo, if you want to rehash this on the podcast, we could talk about this." And like within, I turned around within like thirty seconds. I had like four or five comments from other people that were in that comment thread, right. like just getting back into the yeah. argument, like right away. Yo, I wasn't even trying to get back into the argument i just said let i was talking to you not right. to anybody else and then people like, just got the yeah, notification yeah. My friend, some, some friend like my friend tom and whatnot a few people just like right away just got back into the argument what I was the we, topic where i get where they i guess they were, must have been interested in it right it was uh me and you were talking about how we were talking about like the middle east and war and how the united states <laughs> is always in this i love that sound <laughs> We're talking about how the United States is always in this perpetual state of war. How there always needs to be like a bad guy to fight, it seems. And right. And, and I was arguing in terms, and I was arguing for us to just pull out of the Middle East. Fuck it. Forget about whatever we're trying to do there. Right. I'm cut sure. Him cold turkey. Cut him cold turkey. I don't care about ISIS or Al Qaeda or. Sad to say, you know, little Jimmy, who's got a bad <laughs> life in Iraq. I'm sorry, bro, but you know what? I don't want to be involved in that anymore as America. I don't want our federal government to be in, involved in that anymore. You know, uh, Which you weren't wrong. I agree with that. You know, yeah. uh, I believe, and it was pretty much overshadowed probably by the coronavirus, if I'm not mistaken. I believe if we could look it up, America and the Taliban came to peace agreements. They did. They did. Yeah. Did you know that? Because the we, media ain't going to fucking tell you. Wait, who did? America and the Taliban. America and the Taliban. Came to peace, peace agreements. Isn't yeah. that weird? Because... And they had like a big like to-do about this peace agreement over in Afghanistan. It was like it was like an official thing. It right. wasn't like they walked into a cave and like had a peace right treaty. Like, I got it right here and I got it from yeah. the BBC. I heard, of, I heard that there were talks about it about a week, week and a half ago. I didn't know that they actually made yeah, peace another, with it. Another thing that was has been overshadowed by the coronavirus is that uh, some alphabet soup agency, FBI, CIA, soup. I, don't, I don't know <laughs> which one, they arrested like 650 cartel, like top cartel members in America, like... America dealt a humongous blow to the cartel last week. And really? I never heard anything. Not even on the news. I got a notification about that on my phone, but I didn't really look into it. All right. What did it There's, say? Um, Your drugs aren't coming in this week. Something about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I follow this um, this interesting app on the phone. It's called American Military News. So it's like everything uh, that you don't know about the military gives you all the info, like you know, missiles, testing, and... Um, it's like That's pretty interesting. Overseas countries, um, they talk more about like uh, the coronavirus. I actually just read an article. Apparently, uh, some Chinese official um, is accusing the U.S. Army of bringing the virus mm-hmm. into America. Yeah. So I like, saw that. Get That's the misinformation. Fuck out of here. That's such fake news. <laughs> I found it. American military news. Following it, yeah, it's yeah, a, no, it's a good. It's really, it's. Is awesome. it an app or is it? It's a an app. It's, uh, it's a free app. It's, oh, it's an uh, app. I started following it on Instagram. Yeah, okay. You, oh, okay. I didn't even know there was an yeah. Instagram page, but I follow it on my phone. I get um, put the notifications on. And I get new news all the time. Gotcha. Nice, nice. I found the uh, the thing about the Taliban. So it says the U.S. and NATO allies have agreed to withdraw all troops within 14 months if the militants hold up the deal. Uh, 
talks between the Afghan government and the Taliban are due to follow. So I thought it was weird because the Taliban are not the Afghan government. They're just a group of angry right. dudes in, in uh, Afghanistan. Well, now they're probably working with the yeah. government. Trump said, I'm trying to reach an agreement for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I guess... Uh, you know, you kill enough of these guys, and they've come to the table. But, That's but you know, this news. is somewhere where I that's think this news. is good. I think Trump has done a good job. He's brought terrorists to the negotiating table. Are they going to fall through? I have no idea. We've Probably killed, not. Also, worked also, a shot to try. Also, in the past week, we've killed several more Iraqi terrorists. Good. Yeah. Good. Yep. And we're not going I'm to World War Three again. Bad people dying. Yep. You know. Yeah. I'm not against right. it. Dirty Harry says something like that. He goes, nothing wrong with a little bit of shooting as long as the right people get shot. That's true. There you go, brother. Yeah. Yep. So uh, so one thing, and I've been interested in. Yep, what's up? Uh, we talk a lot about the establishment. Do you know what the establishment is or what I mean by saying that? I feel like everybody has a different interpretation oh, of it. What's, please, what's, what's your... No, no, no. This we, is, we've, we've outlined our... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shadow yeah. government pulling the strings. And telling the media what to what's, do. What's your understanding yeah. of what the establishment My is? Whole Somebody thing, who's not been corrupted by uh, yeah, let's, the captain's thoughts. Yeah, let's get crazy. Go <laughs> Honestly, for it. Honestly, I sometimes question uh, the importance of a president. I feel like the president is just like a, a symbol, like a puppet. Honestly, I feel like everybody's a puppet. Like Joe yeah. Rogan said something a while back, like when you vote, you're just like you're not voting for someone to save the world. You're just voting for the next person that you entrust to just uh, <laughs> destroy the country yeah. again because you have no they have no control anyway. There's people behind them, bigger people. Yes. control is yes. true. So you have the I pretty believe, much same idea yeah, as the establishment. There's definitely it's a shadow a, government that pulls the strings. Of oh, what yeah, it's like say. Illuminati type uh, type of deal. Yeah, I agree with that definitely. Actually, I brought this up recently in one of our podcasts. We were high as fuck. <laughs> that I feel um, that, for example, Joe Biden is a puppet, right? He's just a shell. He has no policies. He has no ideas. He's just the guy that rich people or the, the puppet masters trust to put in charge because he's going to do as he's told. And on the, on the other hand... Trump is one of those dudes that's usually pulling the strings and is like a puppet master because he's one of the rich people. I think that's he's that, pulling. My I think he's pulling his own strings though because I think the people who pull right, the right. strings he, he is a, can't he pull his the, strings. That's right. what that's yeah. what right. makes him stand out above. Right, everybody that's the else. difference between the two. The Democrats are the Democrat Democratic Party is always trying to put a puppet in place, right? Whereas the Republicans, I'm not saying that they try to do the same thing, but right now the Republicans have uh, a Bush puppet was, master in place. Bush was Correct. probably, but Bush Senior definitely. JFK died, and then all of a sudden his VP, beca- you know, he became president afterwards and all that. Uh, and uh, JFK got killed. He was trying to work on the Fed. JFK was a Democrat. I know he was. Democrat. He probably. They say like um, you know how like the parties have changed over time. He probably would have been considered a Republican by today's standards. Well, back at, back in the nineties, yeah. names la- labels don't matter. Back they in the back matter. in the nineties, Trump was considered a Democrat. There's there's a joke there's on a Jay Leno and fucking Hillary. Yeah, there's a joke on a Jay Leno episode during election year, and he was. Uh, I guess Donald Trump, when he was young, was trying to be cocky. And he was like, I'll run for president one day. Yeah. And uh, Jay Leno was like, well, I guess the Demo- Democratic Party screwed if Trump runs. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really say that? Jay Leno said yeah, that? Yeah, Jay Leno said, like, uh, the Democratic Party is going to take a big hit when Trump runs. It's just a hit in a different direction yeah, yeah, now. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Wait, but, so look he- at, but look at Mike Bloomberg. Perfect fucking example of why I hate this stuff. And that's the goddamn establishment at work. It's the establishment. 
Mike Bloomberg was a registered Republican up to no joke, like 2017. Trump was already president and he was still a Republican. The second he decided, I'm going to go try and pay for my presidency, he switched over and became a Democrat. See what I mean? The the, the party of puppets and whatnot. Yeah. I can't trust people like that. No. I mean, I'm obviously like registered Republican because, you know, we have the two party system and whatever. So obviously I will never choose to be Democrat, but I would rather you be a Democrat and just stick it out throughout your entire political career than to sell out and become a Republican. Because then it tells, I want, uh, you know, I want you to be genuine. Yeah. That's what. I, that's what the, totally turns me off There's, with certain people. We're looking at pictures of Mike Bloomberg and Donald Trump's well-documented friend, like like friendship nice yeah. over <laughs> the years. There's a video on like Good Morning... golf in one of them. Yeah. There's a video on Good Morning America of um, Bloomberg saying how great and nice uh, Trump is as a guy. It's ridiculous. They all talk so the same shit. You don't listen. You yeah. don't. Th- you don't think Trump and Biden had to go out for drinks every once in a while? No, I don't think so. Not, not Biden nah, and you Trump. Never, you never. I mean, you never know. Maybe. Yeah, I, wouldn't I wouldn't be. Yeah. Maybe on Jeffrey Epstein's pedof- yeah. pedophile, pedophile island. island. Hillary walks by Trump, or even Pelosi. You don't think like uh, Trump jokingly roasts oh, Hillary, her or whatever Hillary all the time? Like Hillary they definitely and, uh, have that. Hillary and Trump were friends, definitely. Yeah. At one point, I think he even Hillary and Bill were at the they were at the previous they were at the Trump and uh, you know Donald and Melania's wedding. Yeah, right, Trump wasn't right. And all of a sudden you hate Trump each other. wasn't hated and wasn't considered a racist until he decided to run as a Republican. It, it's that it's that simple. The whole world's opinion changed on. One guy, the second he decided to run for Repu- in a Republican, <laughs> monkey shoulder. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, everyone? It's the two Doom men, and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours, the Patriot Cigar Company. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire, TNT, Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code DOOMED to get 15% off your order. So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. This is honestly incredible stuff. It for how much is a bottle? For the price range, you can't beat it. It's uh, I want to say like thirty eight dollars, thirty five dollars. Between this and uh, what's the other one we like, Skaz? Uh, Buchanan's the green Buchanan, bottle. That's a good one. Buchanan's is like thirty five, thirty two dollars. Buchanan, you know why Buchanan's such a great deal? Because you could buy a, like the box and it comes with two glasses. Yeah, it's like thirty five dollars yeah. plus really? two. We have yeah. we have at our friend Brian's house like four hundred Buchanan glasses yeah. from all the bottles of we bought over the years. You want something good tone? I'm not going to open it up tonight, but turn around. You see the right behind you, the Herradura tequila right there. Oh, okay. oh it's coming up. Dude, coming up. I've heard tequila of the, I've heard of the that Herradura. I never had it. The Anejo. That is such a good tequila. 
I I like that because it's at a reasonable price, like about forty five dollars. But like, if you want to spend like fifty, sixty, seventy bucks, you get the Don Julio Anejo. Oh my God, is that some tasty stuff? At your wedding, what did we have? The uh, the Don Julio, what the big one? You asked me wrong, bro. Yeah. dude, bro. Yeah. I don't remember. By the time we drank that, you were yeah. you didn't even remember you were you were married. Yeah, I'm not a big tequila <laughs> guy anymore. No, why not? I think one. I think it was one of those nights when uh, the three of us uh, were out drinking. I think with the it. bad that'll night, bad it. experience with Patron or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've ruined quite a few uh, souls. I remember at one point, me and you, uh, me and you, Skags, we uh, got hammered, and we were supposed to meet up with everybody. We didn't know where they were. We ended up going to uh, the White Plains Coach Diner, and everybody was over there. Like, oh, we've been calling you for two hours. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Fuck, that must have been like ten years ago. Were and were you with me when um oh man this was years ago I I re- it was either you or Eric and uh, it was I know it was me and Greg and a third person and we had gotten food from the White Plains Diner and uh, we're sitting on the curb eating pancakes and bacon and the sun is coming up and Greg's mom rolls up to pick us up. Nice. No, nice but I definitely, I definitely heard about this story. Definitely. Well, what about. about all the nights at the uh, the Raceway Diner? After uh, after <laughs> what was that bar I, we used to go to? We used to go oh, on McLean. Yeah, um, Fagans. Fagans. Yes, yes. Fagans. My twenty yes. first birthday. And uh, yes, oh man, that was. I still remember that night. That was a my twenty first birthday, guys. You guys bought. Uh, we're buying uh, Henny for me. Knocked out and uh, uh, maybe. Some uh, you were uh, somebody grabbed was a black a marble, drew a couple sure. of uh, obscene things on my uh, on my forehead. You fell asleep and, uh, at work one night when I used to work with you, and I drew stuff on your face. Yep, that was parents, at my parents' your, twenty. That was my parents' twenty fifth yep, anniversary, and they laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's uh, an old YouTube video of that somewhere. Probably. You know, this is a good thing you brought your parents up. So I'm not going to say the restaurant unless you're cool with it, but. So we're in the midst of this corona nonsense. Right. Restaurants are straight up closed down other than takeout and drive through. You can't have anybody come in, right? Yeah, no. So uh, so how no so, dining in business. So explain to us what's going on at your restaurant and then you're the average American family who's getting fucked right now. What's up? So pretty much uh, every restaurant in New York state um, is not allowed to have people dining in. And uh, you can only do uh, takeout or deliveries. I mean, I feel like, I mean, if restaurants that already do deliveries, they'll probably be okay because they already have that set. Infrastructure set up. They have that structure, exactly. Like us at our place, you know, we have two locations. We don't have a delivery business. Now we have no choice but to do that. So now it's like we're on day one, try to do something that we're like unfamiliar with. But besides that, like people, you know, uh, the average uh, New Yorkers, they're just, uh, they're home. They're scared. They don't even yeah. want, I don't even think they want to even get delivery because, I would, I because would be there's not, nobody's making money. Yeah, I would people be. People staying I, home. Uh, you know, people, why do you think people go to the supermarkets? I mm-hmm. mean, sometimes the, <laughs> sometimes it's a, uh, it's just a better option. It's yeah. better option. And I mean, yeah. you know what? It's the restaurant is obviously is way convenient. You know, when you go you go to a supermarket, it's Yeah. Obviously less it's, affordable. It's gotta be nerve wracking. It's more right affordable. Now. So that's what nobody's making money. That's yeah. why the supermarket's making money, but the restaurants are suffering. And uh yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a difficult situation, definitely. No, I feel like um, the service industry. But what's going on too? I think uh, I think the people don't realize like how serious this is with the restaurants. Like people, like people are going to so, lose their businesses. So I went into the restaurant yeah, today, definitely trying to set up. You how know, long delivery. Can you survive not being open, you know, yeah. or, or losing money like that. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what about the the, the rent and all that other stuff? I mean, you know what? If forget you, just, just if you forget your employees property, if, just paying for the property, yeah. If you own the property, you're kind of lucky because at least you don't have to worry about the rent. You still got to worry about paying the mm-hmm. property tax and all of that stuff. The mortgage, so, yeah. Rents yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know I said That's something. I, I said something funny today at work, you know. The MLB and NBA is all canceled. Broadway's shut down. You can't be in a room with more than 10 people. You can't eat at restaurants. But tax day, tax day hasn't no, they, been canceled. I know. They, they delayed it. They did? It just came oh, out today. I didn't even Yeah, they're starting to delay that. Finally, they Oh, okay. Yeah, See, I, I think, didn't uh, even know this. Sorry for the fake news. I, I've been yeah. misinformed. <laughs> but up until this afternoon, <laughs> I was correct. <laughs> But yeah, that's it's crazy, man. Okay. It's, Treasury it's and ridiculous. IRS delay tax payment deadline by ninety days. Okay, okay, so they've pushed it back. Well, I thought I thought I enough. said the same thing this morning until somebody corrected me, so don't yeah. feel bad. No, I mean, <laughs> I this is the first I've heard about it, and I haven't read anything about it yet today. And I've it been on my sense, phone right? for a while. If you're going to tell everybody to stay home, how are they going to go out to see their tax guy and do yeah? Their taxes? And and what happens if you're in the hospital for the next you know fucking eight weeks, nine weeks, or something like that, trying to? Trying to get better, you know, and yeah, uh, how, how are you going to pay your taxes? Insane. Yeah, that's a it's crazy. But yeah, we're, we're, we're all always... told what to do. We're all told, uh, you know, you telling the restaurants when to be open, when not to be open. It's scary, Everyone's man. It's scary because uh, there's because all of a sudden there's a lot of control over everything. And it's that's Republican, Democrat. Like now, now it's like us versus them. I like, think the Democrats are actually uh, kind of happy about this. Yes. I mean, they they're looking for uh, they want a socialist country and they want all of that stuff. Well, you know what? Here's your free trial right now. You know, the, they're closing uh, off the businesses. Captain Socialist, you want to defend me? Here exactly. He's so, the biggest uh, socialist on this fucking podcast. You're not a. Yeah. He is. He's the biggest socialist. Am, uh, he won't yeah. admit it, but he is. <laughs> I just want the, you know. The capitalist, com- you know, companies uh, to do yeah, more of their part. His tongue is tied. Yeah, his um, Listen, <laughs> now I forgot revol- what I was going to say. God damn it! Listen, right. we had a huge revolution. Okay, to become a capitalist country. So I mean, I don't see the point of going back. You know, well, we were never socialists to begin with. Right? Well, we were under a uh, we were under the yeah, British. Em- we were under the, yeah, we were under the British they Empire. They socialists. They were they were a socialist. They were they a monarchy. They were a monarchy. Yeah. Socialism were, uh, came after. Uh, ca- socialism was basically created because of capitalism <laughs> fucking people. Over. Well, they came from Karl Marx. Right. Right. He, that it was a direct. Uh, Reaction to the capitalist way of doing things, you know. Karl Marx was like a guy who's, who if you ever should like ever read his ideas, he talks a lot about capitalism and how it'll fail in the long term, and how like the ultimate, uh, you know, destiny for society is to end up in like this communist uh, socialist utopia, which is not possible either. That's right. like there's you know you can't p- prevent human nature or like me just being like fuck it, I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to work. What's yeah, interesting or, about Karl Marx, though, is like all these dictators, you know, that uh, they came in after him, like whether they were far left or far right, they used a lot of his ideals. I mean, which not, dictators? You mean like Russian dictators? Yeah, like Sta- yeah, Stalin. Well, they wouldn't uh, be, well, they they wouldn't be a Democrat well, he or was, Republican. Uh, Karl Marx was a Russian, right? Uh, Karl Marx, I, I think, I, I believe he was a Russian. I haven't read up on him since I mean, he had uh, Stalin. And, uh, I've been out of high school for quite some time now. I mean, even... Uh, even Hitler had some. No, uh, he was he, German. He, no, he's Hit- a German philosopher. Oh, was he? Okay. You know, what, I, even Hitler kind of he had some Marxist views, and I know if you like pay attention to it. I know you are a well-oiled machine on Hitler and World War. We should have had him on 
for the, the World, World War II episode. That was a great episode. I actually we, listened to the whole thing. That, that was that was a shorter episode. A but you know what? We didn't. Re- we brought up like Hitler was like fucked up, obviously, but like he was actually fucked up. He was like on meth and blow the whole time. Oh yeah, shit. liquid like, cocaine. Yeah, they all were. Yeah, I have a book actually. It's called uh, "Drugs in the Third Reich." It's really? just about. <laughs> Hitler. I think you told me about this. Yeah. I have the book. Honestly, um, I'll pass it on to one yeah. of you guys. Who knows? Maybe we can come back and have me talk about That's that. Not a bad idea. I'll That'd do it. I'll do it. Well, you want the to read a book? Yeah, that, is it on Audible? Yeah, it probably is. I mean, listen, we got the uh, what a, do you call is it? The a pic- picture Tropic. book, maybe yeah. for Captain. <laughs> is there any pop-ups? <laughs> Hiroshima is just a big explosion on the page. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, like I like anything about wars, though. Civil. I don't know much about the Civil War, but like World War One, World War Two, the American Revolution, yeah. because there was always something going on. There was some horrible dictator. There was some. You there's know, it was always about yeah. people fighting against the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the perceived bad guy. Right. You know that that leads me back into what I was saying before. It's like, it. I feel like after you know say like after world war ii we kind of became i was talking about this last time we kind of became like the world power you know and uh we did become we the did world power. we did us you know the soviet union england whatever the the victors of world war ii became we kind of were always a power though no not, like, before, not the way we world were after war world war ii we before defeated world war II, the we were powers. just getting our, our you know the allies the allies yeah. became the world powers think about it right yeah. like yeah the thing is we were being very quiet at the point we because yeah, we, we, we were, were neutral we didn't want to get involved yeah. they were kind of like they were tr- they were trying to poke mm-hmm. at us and yeah. poke, that's really what even um what i'm trying to lead into here is that after that happened that was like the last i feel really just war that happened right Easily. after that everything now after everything that gets been, muddy you know yep. like look no at, war, no war is just but this even, was actually something yeah, that was against like was a just war, i think yeah. i think world war ii was a just war because we got brought into it because we tried staying out we tried staying yeah, out, we and then we got attacked yes Where, we, we did but now a, yeah. but now look at look at how muddy and corrupt and odd vietnam was you know what I mean? Yes, like, real weird. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even, so even like, Korea, like why yeah. are we involved? You yeah. know, and and some people wasn't. When was Korea? Korea not was long. Korea was not long after World War II. Yes, yeah, like, so there's yeah, some it was men. like in the early 50s. There's some men who under Eisenhower actually. Yeah. He was actually a general in World yeah. War II yeah. when he became president. Gonna, so in, un, some men served in World War II and then had then to had serve to in, in Korea. Korea. Yeah. That's do you, in, that's do you know what you come out like on the other side? Oh my goodness. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, Doom Nation? It is Skaggs here, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Two Doom Men podcast. If you like political discussion, guns, beer, movie and TV reviews, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel, and share the show with your friends. That's the best way we can get around Big Tech's algorithm. You can also just go to linktree.com slash Men to find everywhere the show has a presence. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at Skaggs89. Thank you, everyone, and let's get back to the show. Yeah. So basically what happened was after that, this, you know, our economy and everything we had to do to win World War II was create this, like, military-industrial complex. And, like, the echoes of that shit is still going on today. Like, like I was trying to say to you, there's always some sort of boogeyman, especially after 9-11, right? 9-11 was the, perfect, was the biggest boogeyman story there was. For there to always be a perpetual boogeyman forever. There's always a terrorist group that we're at war with, right? right. It was 9-11 happened and, and it became Al-Qaeda, right? That was the Osama, right? We killed him and 
after that, now it's ISIS. It took like ten years, you know, but we did get them. Right. You know, now it's now it's ISIS. They're the boogeyman. You know, was and ISIS? It was that other group, Al Shabaab, right? Hamas. Like, there's always some group of guys that we are at war some with. Some group of radicals. America always. is going to be destroyed and, because and of you these few people. You know, you understand ISIS, how long it's. You know, we we talk about this boogeyman, but how do we justify a seven hundred billion dollar military spending budget every year if we have no bad guy to fight? Yeah, answer that question. And some of that money, some this is the, my conspiracies, but I, I am almost positive some of this is true. We created Al Qaeda yeah. when Russia was attacking the Afghanistan. We went in and trained yes. Afghanistan militants. Yes. And served that gave them weapons and missiles, right. and then they took care of Russia, and then they said, "Fuck you guys," right. and became Al Qaeda. And then the same thing happened with during probably the end of the Obama, um, the end of the Bush administration into the Obama administration. ISIS was formed the exact same way, and what did it result in? Just to have a fucking boogeyman, right? Didn't it have to, it had to do with Syria, right? Like they think so. Some yeah. along those lines. Right. But that, but that's the nonsense. All of a sudden, we have this terrorist group, and Obama was in office for eight years, and ISIS was was such the boogeyman, such the boogeyman. Trump came in, and look, I'm not praising Trump, but I think he did now a good job. ISIS, ISIS. yes, yeah. he did. What the fuck was that? It's computer. Oh, now you know. Now ISIS is down to like two guys and a goat, and they're fighting over the goat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why? Why Obama had the seven hundred million, seven hundred billion, or million seven hundred billion? Yeah, I mean, maybe not that much, but close. But like he had six hundred and ninety billion. Okay, so he he, he still was cranking out billions yeah. into the military. And, uh, and, and before we, that, it was Bush. And yeah. before that, it was Clinton. Yeah. And before that, it was Bush. Listen, and, listen. To be honest with you, I. As Republican as I am, I, Bush was an establishment guy. Bush oh, was an establishment was. guy. Come on. Think about it, bro. Like the last fucking four presidents have all been like the same you gotta, you gotta think of something. You know, hate or love Trump, I don't care. This is this is an attack on the establishment. You gotta think, like, if you got into Congress 30 years ago, like somebody like Joe Biden, he's been in Congress for, for 30 plus years. He's been in politics for 30 plus years. He hasn't had to really worry about his ass since what? Bush Sr.? Wait, mean like personally? Like his like yeah, like, personal like, situation? Yeah, like you know what I mean? Like you could get away with more stuff, more underhanded tables. Now Trump comes in and everybody hates him. Why? Because the status quo changed. Yeah. Because he. You see, you think. That, yeah, you're right. The status quo changed. You think. It changed in a good way. I think. Oh no, no, I don't. It changes just another corrupt guy. That's that's took fine. Over. Not you know maybe not even corrupt, but another douchebag, rich person that pulls the strings is now in charge. And you know what? What I, I want to do is happening, yeah. and not what you guys who I are normally in charge want to do. It's just a different as much as douche. As much right. as I love Trump, <laughs> as much as I love Trump, I can't negate that. There's no argument saying that that's not what it See, is. Even though I, it, even though I do say that, I'm not saying that he doesn't do good things. No, I understand that, but it's been blatant that. Obama, Bush, Clinton, Bush Sr. People have been getting away with fucking murders for the past 25, 30 years. And, and it's before that, Carter, right? Before Bush was Carter? Or Reagan? No, it was no, Reagan, Reagan, Carter. Ah, Reagan, man. You, yeah, it was, Car yeah, it was Carter. <laughs> I know you Republicans love Reagan, but he was uh, terrible for like working I can't really people. speak for Reagan because I, don't I was know. like a year old when he went out of office. He's so. like your... I don't know much about him. I, it's sad. I, I don't. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about Reagan. I, I believe he was a good president. I know he was like... 
He was like at your the, at the time, capitalist champion. Yeah, at he the time, destroyed unions and things like that. At the time, he was he was the ideal Republican figurehead. Uh, the whole so you know, I always tell you about my issue with you know the right wing nut jobs is every time I see something come up about would you legalize marijuana. And it's all these right-wing nut jobs. No, never. Marijuana melts your brain. Yeah. Blah, 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 right. blah. And you've never, first off, if you don't like it, I already know you've never tried it. Okay? If you're against it, you've never tried it. What is what is so dangerous about a little plant that grows out of the ground, you smoke it, and you watch cartoons and eat potato chips on your couch compared to cigarettes right. where people are dying every yeah. single day. Uh, never, yeah. I've never heard that of anybody all, dying from a marijuana overdose. That overdose. all started with Reagan. The reason why marijuana is just drugs. becoming... And, and the war on drugs was warranted because back then, I've been, like I've said a million times, Narco Mexico, great show yeah, on Netflix. But I feel like the war I on drugs. I have yet to see that. Yeah. Watch it. It's, it's, on, fantastic. it's on my uh, It's on my watch later list. But, I definitely got to get on. All right. Let me, let me tell you that it wasn't warranted. I'll make it play devil's advocate here. De- devil's advocate. The war on drugs made the situation worse because you made everything illegal and you gave them now a black market to sell things that were really hard to get for an extreme price. Yeah. If they just. I mean, it's just asking. Well, you for a still lot, can't say it, cocaine should have been sold. You just watched Narcos Mexico, bro. They started like the the show started off with them selling weed. If weed was just made legal back then, there that that you know uh, Felix and these yeah. dudes would have never even got to the point where they could sell yeah. coke. They wouldn't have had to buy that. Would have undercut their people. entire market. Nobody would have been dying. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. cannot. This war on drugs thing it doesn't make sense to me because we can't police another country's locale product yeah you know what i mean like this is happening in mexico we can't really do anything about it like even if you watch narcos mexico these guys are trying to do whatever they're still hampered by you know the fact that they're americans in mexico and they don't have jurisdiction yep and the and the one underlying theme mexicans are corrupt and helping the one underlying theme about the dea continuously coming up short and it it was a line in in narcos and i know you haven't gone all the way through and i know and i'm not really giving anything up but there's a line, and it's like, you gringos come down here, and you don't understand how it works. Right, yeah. And that's why they keep coming up short. Right, Because these so guys, long. These guys are dying for their product is, like, second nature. It's not even a fucking question. Yes, kill me. Don't care. My business goes on. I'm not going out like a bitch. I ain't going out like a snitch. They're tough people, man. They're yeah. tough motherfuckers. They're, they're, trying, that, they're yeah. trying to cut deals. And it's falling apart because these guys don't give a shit. It's it's a loyalty to their their hustle, and you gringos don't understand how it works down here, you know. And if it was all legalized, they would have made just as much money. No, it would have been, bro. No one because we'd have. No, we're America, would've... bro. We're capitalists. We would have built a marijuana industry. We yeah, but built we a could, cocaine we, it industry. wasn't legal. We would have bought. It would have been legal. It would have been regulated. We would have made tax. It would have yeah. been tax revenue from it. It would have been safe. But because they could have was... still bought it from them. If he had the Why biggest would we? supply, do we buy cigarettes from Mexico, from Mexican cartels, we, how and much sell stuff cigarettes? Do we buy from China? I'm talking about drugs, bro. I understand that, but if what? he had the biggest supply at the time, he's the first person you go to. Then fucking after you, yeah, but use we could him have up. regulated it. He oh, wouldn't know, be yeah. selling. The reason why cocaine is sold for so much money is because it's illegal. Yeah, it's hard to get if yeah. you legalize. I was it. talking about marijuana. I know, but I'm just yeah. using cocaine as an example. Yeah, same shit, same shit. Yeah. Drugs in general. Reagan, you know, started that whole war on drugs thing. I, you know, I get it. He came he came at it from a good 
place, right? Like, for, yeah, I mean, he wanted at, to, he wanted, the, you know, he meant well, but in the eighties, and the, we should realize, recognize that by now because it's when was Reagan president in like the early eighties? From uh, it's eighty one to eighty nine, yeah, twenty twenty, right? That's like forty yeah. years ago, yeah. and yeah, there's, yeah. it's worse. Crazy. It's even worse now than it was back then. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the narco's are way more powerful than they were back then. El Chapo made three yeah. billion dollars a year for the past yeah. thirty years. I mean, yeah, what it, what it, how that's that's the other. So this is. Your war on drugs, you have drug kingpins out there making billions of year, billions of dollars a year, and now you're going to do a war on, you know, guns and ammo and stuff like that. You're not, what wars are you guys winning? Like, if, like, we're America, we could get shit done. Clearly, like, we had the boogeyman in ISIS. Trump came into presidency, and we wiped, we systematically yeah. wiped out. So you mean to tell me, even back then, with the strongest military in the world, the most money coming through our economy. When we set our mind to something, we could probably yeah. accomplish you, it. So you mean, why haven't you we mean accomplished to tell this? Me, yeah. You mean to tell me the war on drugs to why haven't we two extremely yet? poor countries? They're not they're, back then in the 80s. They were way poorer than they are now, obviously. You mean to tell me with our military and our economy back then, we couldn't have just walked in there? And yeah, I get your point. I think it's a little bit it's different. Shady. Of a it's situ- shady. There's yeah. the establishment. I think it's a little bit different of a situation, though, because they have something we want. Which is drugs? Well, what back does in, ISIS have that we want? We don't want anything they sell. Well, they, you know yeah, what I mean, you know uh, what I mean. It's, opium, opium comes from the Middle East, yeah, and it's but, a big, it's a big. And we don't, we don't know anyone who does opium. I've never, I've personally never even yeah, no, seen but, opium. But, I don't but, know if you have. No, I no. Yeah, but There's it's a, a it's a of, big uh, industry. A lot of painkillers. Uh, yeah, opioids. opioids. There you right, go. Big, farm. Uh, Percocets, big farm. Um, Percocets, big farms over it. there with ISIS right now. Fucking Is it ISIS who's, you know. No, bro, no way. ISIS is totally against drugs. They'll kill you if they find you with drugs or alcohol or anything like that. Yeah, it's like the, Afghanistan Joe that we're huh. we're doing. Yeah, I mean, and, maybe, and Bernie maybe. Sanders and uh, not, and uh, Joe Biden would say he's against pedophiles, but he sniffs little babies and bangs yeah, little children. So yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> on the surface, it's easy to say that. You know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you could just say that. And I hate Scotch yeah. whiskey. Right, you just spilled it all over yourself. So yeah. I guess you do. I'm honestly never, never really been a Scotch guy, but Scotch is this, good, uh, this thing's definitely monkey shoulder, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, Scotch shoulder. and bourbon. You know what's I good think, about uh, Scotch and bourbon? It's what fills your balls up in I've the morning. Got, <laughs> that, I've gotten in, I've gotten into bourbons, uh, scotches. I think this is definitely right, one that puts me on. Right there. behind you, the uh, the bottle with the buffalo on it. Which one? Buffalo Trace, right there, with the buffalo right straight ahead. Oh, okay. Yep. Excellent, excellent bourbon. Very good. And Woodford that's Reserve. A, that's a sick label, too. I yep. like that. Buffalo Trace and Woodford Reserve. It's a good name, right? Buffalo yep. Trace. What are we, you know, what are we tracking? But what are we tracing? But it sounds interesting. I just buffalo found juice. Out, uh... When you when you milk a female buffalo, straight bourbon comes out, and you grow big and strong like the buffalo. <laughs> what, what I saying? just found that Woodford Reserve is actually the um, Kentucky Derby's like um, signature um, uh, signature bourbon. bourbon yeah. Uh-huh. There's a lot, there's of, a lot of money money in Kentucky in just bourbon. Yeah, I can imagine. There's a lot of funny things like that. Remember, we just recently found out that uh, Hugo Boss was a Nazi. Yep, yep. Hugo <laughs> Boss. You, do you Hugo know the, Boss. Yeah, you like know this. the company. You know the clothing yeah, line. Hugo, Hugo Boss. Yeah, he so, was a Nazi. Hugo Boss was a Nazi. Hugo Boss was a Nazi before Hitler yeah. was even in power. He was that bitch. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he was that guy. And Hugo Boss made his money by making stylish uniforms. For the SS officers, so all the SS officers all were in Hugo Boss suits. uniforms. Yeah, yeah. That isn't is that isn't that fucking crazy? Yep. <laughs> and it, and in this day and age, I can't believe it's flown under the how radar. Did, how do we allow a company like that to survive? 
Thank you. You know, thank you. you. Know, the well, brand okay. name. How did so we remember, allow that to survive? Remember, we're so you know, in a in a weird way, we're like celebrating a guy, a yeah. terrible person, yeah. Hugo. Hugo Boss was a terrible person. Yeah. How would we? You know, they could have. Ch- Okay, so the infrastructure of that company could have remained because they're just normal people, but yeah. they should change the name. Yeah. Or so something. you weren't here for this. To- the, I just brought this up to Skags. So remember that stupid map I showed you of all the conspiracies and stuff? Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So there is one little. It, it is very confusing, and I'm not even going to publicize the name of that map on here or anything like Why not? that. It's the Q map. No, it's the Q map. It's a very. It's like. It's like the Hitchhiker's Guide to Conspiracies in, into the Universe. But one of one of the little blurps on the map is what happened to the Nazi party after they were defeated. There was Nazi fractions that survived much oh, longer yeah. than World War II. They moved, never a lot of get them moved discussed. to South, they moved yeah, to South Argentina America. Yep, Argentina, yeah. yep. Yeah. But Some there was people others, say that uh, Hitler, Hitler's still there. He actually yeah, um, survived for he a while. died in like the mid-'80s. Yeah. I actually saw in a documentary about it. There was like this older guy. looked like he, he could have resembled him, actually. Well, isn't isn't his like, great-grandkid still alive or something? Isn't there still someone I alive who could so. bring back, could retrace their lineage? I think there think? was like a distant relative, a niece or a nephew, but I think they changed their name. Oh, no, they definitely I, I wouldn't want to have that name. I'm gonna I don't look want to be associated up. with him. I'm going to look this up. I think one of Hitler's relatives lives in Long Island. That's Still. great. I think that's great. that definitely rings I a bell. could be wrong. I really thought you were going to say the Bronx. because <laughs> that's no, Bronx because we don't fuck with Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Ann, have you been listening to uh, the Democratic debates, the, the primaries, anything for that? The troop? Nope. I'm not going to give them ratings. Hang on, real quick. No, I don't blame you. Real quick. Adolf Hitler's last relatives leave quiet, lead quiet lives in the New York suburb of Long Island. Basically. Okay, yeah, yeah okay, look at that. Oh, nice. This was a, a recent story too on the New York Post, uh, 2018. Okay, uh, maybe honestly, uh, as far as back to what uh, you said about the debates, I'd rather uh, I'd rather watch Looney Tunes. Well, I mean, it's I more do. accurate. Bugs Bunny has more of a brain than all of them. So, yeah. so all right, so we have a big Bernie supporter here. And we all hate Joe Biden, so what do you want to say about either or one or the other? Why don't you like Bernie? Let's start there, because that'll that'll get us into an actual debate. You know, I actually don't... I don't hate Bernie. I, um... You know what? If I had... I wouldn't. I would not want to vote for him. But if I had to choose between him and Biden, I would rather have him, because he's... I. I don't feel like he's part of the establishment, like all these no, other people. He's not. Like you know, I kind of respect somebody that has like um, a complete different outlook than everybody else. That, no, know, it's like we're in 2020. I think like you know, it's not like 1776. It's not like early 1800s, 1900s. Like you know, population keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like we're about we have like 325 million people here. Like how can well, you according, have two according people, to Joe Biden how can you have 325 <laughs> million people just think Democrat or Republican? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, I think that's probably why uh, Bernie's getting a lot of support from the young generation. And I mean, even I mean, even the, there's a lot of young pe- people in our age group that are going for Trump, too. But I think like the reason why people like Bernie or they like Trump, it's because they're kind of they're kind of radical. They're in a way. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah, there's, they're, there's weird uh, cross similarities, yes. although they're no, not it, anywhere. They hate each other. Yeah. They're but different, they, yeah. but they're, they're, they're similar. They're yeah. different. But I guess the way that um, their reasons for kind of wanting to lead the country are kind of the it's, same. It's like. a good thing to see because we're, we're finally seeing into the nitty-gritty of a generation 
who is tired of yeah, puppets. Yeah, so tired. You know, like the that's whole, exactly, the whole, that's what I meant by, like, whole, I would okay, not go for Biden over Bernie. Yeah, the whole okay boomer shit, like, the whole okay boomer shit, great, yeah, you're a baby boomer, whatever, but, like, you were raised on, like, by people who were f- all for, like, the next puppet. There are people who drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Boom. yeah. I, I have to say, they were also the no. people who won World War II, boomers, right? But No, 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 no. the that. people who yeah. were raised Sorry, by, yeah. the boomers were raised by the people who won World, World War II, II yeah. right? The uh, greatest generation yeah. or whatever they're called. But, but back then, I mean, who who became president right after World War II? I mean, you said this. World War, so, um, yes. okay. I actually believe No, it was Truman, that, right? No, uh, wait, so... Actually, well, I actually have. I know them all in by heart in order. Yeah, actually, what, the but I get, yeah all of them. Actually, wow, something I've known since I was eight years old. Actually, a trip to Washington. Some useless knowledge. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So we had FDR. Right. <laughs> he, he useless. Was, yeah, I'm just Actually, a lot of people tell me I'm a plethora of useless information. I know, yes. like all these crazy things. You know, that where most useless knowledge know. is great. Where? On a podcast, on a podcast, <laughs> yeah. A podcast? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I guess this is a perfect place. There's for me someone to be. out there who wants to hear, hear it. it. Trust yeah. go, ahead. go ahead. So, what like, so F- yeah, so FDR was the president when Pearl Harbor happened, and then Truman took over. Obviously, after um, yeah, after, you know, he after, passed away. Yeah. Actually, uh, people so say Truman that actually FDR actually had a mistress. He died like with his like at his mistress's place or something good like for that. Him. They kind of covered that up. Good for him. Is right. But uh, yeah, like Truman was the president when we dropped the bomb on Japan and all of that. Yeah, and uh, actually, um, who was after Truman? Truman was Eisenhower. Eisenhower, Eisenhower was uh, he's one was one of the generals during World War. Yeah, II. Eisenhower was like the chief general of the whole. He was the five so, star. He so was a five star general. He was, was like him? in charge of the whole uh, European was, uh, theater. Yeah, there so was him. He and was the supreme Macar- allied him commander. And MacArthur yeah. was it, General MacArthur? Yeah, yeah. I think you guys are all yelling at Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I think uh, I think Eisenhower was the supreme Allied commander in Europe, and MacArthur was the commander in the Pacific. Obviously, okay, it wouldn't make sense to have one guy running the whole fucking war on the yeah, planet. Right, you need right. to but, but concentrate look, like, in one spot. It, it went from these military hardened generals who had the greatest generation at their helm to Obama and Trump. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like we are far. Like I love Trump, but Trump's no. Trump didn't serve in World War II as a fucking general either. Trump didn't no. serve at all. Yeah. He's uh, the first president, I think, to not serve in the military. Obama did? I don't know. No, I don't. I, I maybe not. Maybe he might be. I mean, Obama might be the first then. Wait, I don't think uh, Clinton served in the military. He might have. I, I most kind of want to say yes. I know Bush did. Uh, well, let me, let every me, every Bush was in the military. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, Bush definitely. Bush was a fighter pilot, I think, or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. Oh, that's right. He was. He was yeah. in the Air Force. Yeah. Let me let me bring Eisenhower up real quick. Eisenhower was the first general, though. I know that was yeah. like, the big thing. First, first and only general to this day to be president. But. Eisenhower had when we're talking about the military industrial complex. Eisenhower himself, when I think he was like uh, either leaving the presidency or you know he knew he was over and he was addressing. Uh, like the news or something, he he spoke about the dangers of the military-industrial complex. The fucking general who won World War II is warning the American population about the dangers of the military-industrial complex. And I have his quote right here. This is just an excerpt of what he said. He said, In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. He's basically saying we need to be careful of the military industrial complex because they're going to dictate our policy yep. for and, years to come. And, and that's no exactly one's, what happened. No one listened, no one listened to, listened to, to Ike. Sorry, Ike. <laughs> Fucking Ike, no one listened to you. 
You know, if you look at like recent uh, polls and stuff, historians they actually like, rank him as like one of the oh, yeah. one of the Without better presidents. Without a be- Forget about even the better presidents, one of the better leaders. You know, definitely, yeah, no, definitely a leader. Yeah. Definitely. Well, look, it was somebody who was actually qualified. It wasn't. He fought. It He's was somebody there. who, who fucking earned, literally earned his stripe, his stars and stripes, and became a goddamn general. Compared to, you know, Obama, where it really became like the first. Po- I'm on YouTube, y'all. Vote for me, and you know, and he got the votes, and then, and, and Trump is a celebrity. He is. The I, I name the recognition. One, one one of the biggest things I, I hate about Trump, and and I love the guys, I, I can't stand the fact that he was a celebrity. He potentially opened up a horrendous floodgate mm-hmm. into the into the White House, and and it's a floodgate that, I mean, maybe maybe if he gets reelected, and in eight years from now we might be, for all we know, and there's nothing we might be in some American utopia, and I don't know, but you know maybe the next president <laughs> that comes along, it. yeah. So do I. Maybe the next president that comes Bernie along. Bernie wins, maybe. <laughs> but, but like, it, it, he was a celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, it, everybody knew his name. Every, in the 90s, who did you want to be like? Donald Trump. That's who you wanted to be like, you know? That's why it's kind of like a stupid position to even have. Why does one person have... Why should we even have a president? Why can't it be like a council of people? Well, it kind of is a, a council. Yeah, no. But, it is in a way, but... I mean, you. But, okay, you got the VP, you got the... The Speaker, Speaker of the House, then you have the whole House representative. Yeah, maybe, maybe it, yes. And then, and then uh, you have the Supreme Court who we've who given sits too much power to well, the president over maybe the years. Like, you mean like more than one leader? Is that what you kind of? I feel like our system of government made sense and it, the way it originally was designed, you know. But over the years, Congress has like delegated a lot of their power to the president, and now it doesn't make sense anymore. Like the, the power to make war, right? Right. You used to have to go to Congress for it. Now the president can kind of do whatever the fuck he wants. Why? Mm-hmm. What that should be. Why is that not a seriously debated thing, right? Like, Trump should not be able to launch any sort of bomb strike against yeah. whoever. The, right? Anything like that should need to be debated amongst multiple people in charge. It should not be. I don't care well, if it's I get what you're Jesus saying, Christ no, is the it. president of the but United the problem, States, the most righteous person ever. It should not be one person's, like, authority to just... I'm going to attack these people because they're bad guys. And, All right, so who's the original? I want you to speak because you're the guest here, but my mine's a quick oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The I agree with you. He shouldn't have that much power, and please keep your idea. That's not to do with Trump either. It's I know. Just I understand the president. The my issue is the wheels of bureaucracy spin so slow that good- by the time we get to the decision, should we launch this missile? This motherfucker who we're launching the missile at has killed hundreds of thousands of people. Already. Like a whole war is going on between before we could get our, out of our own shit. Mm-hmm. Let's hear what you got to say, Ant. I get what you're saying about you know you know president going and doing his own thing, but like that was I feel like that was the original intent though, because like when they selected Washington to be the first president, like he was the general, he led them you know into victory. You know, we won the revolution. He was in. He was. You know, so it's like they have a general now who now became a president. It's like the commander in chief of the armies. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that's kind of like the president's. Um, that's the president's thing. When you become the president, you're not just the president of the United States. You're kind of like yeah, you're the, the uh, boss of the you're military. The commander in chief. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's. I mean, I really feel like the commander in chief should like could make that decision. Yeah, 
Here's the thing. But right? that was like, that was like well, an that, original. That, that too, the president is a general and a commander right. in chief, you know. But I always felt, yeah, I get it. Like the the president is the commander of the military, right? But if you just if you made the general a general, you know, or the commander in chief is a person who's all about war. If you give them the power to make war, they going to make it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, well, that, I mean, that's that's the scary part about Trump. A war per, like, yeah, for example, he the, is reason, somebody, why, the yeah. reason why we use the nukes in Japan is because Truman didn't uh, really understand how powerful the nukes were, and he left it up to the military to make the decision to use or not. Yeah, Give military men the option to use uh, instruments of war or create war. They're they going to create them. war. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not, I'm not saying they're bad people or anything like that. They are men of war. They are going to create war. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. but they should not be able to do it without well, having to answer to anybody well, else. Well, that's that's yeah. the, that's the wrong the thing. person can have that power. Right, that, and, right. And, yeah, and sometimes the right person might have the it. Right, right? Person, yeah. but, but sometimes the wrong the person's going to get it. But yeah. also now you, we're in new territory. Here we are. We've had we okay. We should maybe fact check to see. It. I doubt Obama ever served, and we know personally Trump never served. But we do know Bush served. We're in kind of new territory where now we have leaders who can declare war and who can make war and who could launch weapons of destruction who have no military background. So now it's kind of like, wow, I could play real life Call of Duty. Fuck these people. Drop that shit. Like, why not? Yeah, it's kind of true. Obama didn't serve. There you go. Know, so, um, so we're in that we are technically in new territory of a string yeah, of presidents that, like who could thing. declare war. Who have no history of war? Understanding they, it. And, and look, I, I talk to some of my friends who are veterans and stuff. Regardless whether they're right wing or not, and the majority of them are right wing, so I do have a skewed perspective of it. They they've been in it. They've been in the shit. And, and I'm not talking about you know some of the people we know who have served. I know people who have, I mean, really seen the blood and guts mm-hmm. and the gore of it. And these type of guys have a truly different perspective on, on government yeah. as a whole. It's true, you know, and, and they re- and but now we have people running the country who don't even who couldn't even relate to that perspective. Yeah, see, I'm not saying not to listen to those people, you know, or to even make one of those people the president, you know, like. Uh, like uh, Dan Crenshaw, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you know Dan Crenshaw, he's a yeah. I've heard former, the name. I'm not really too he's, familiar with he's him. A, he's a, a senator or senator from he's a, Texas. Yeah, with he's the one with the eye patch. He's a Navy SEAL. He's got the eye patch and the beard. Mm-hmm. Was he a Republican? The yeah. Republican. He's Republican. Republican. I'm not saying not to make somebody a like Navy that. SEAL from Texas. Yeah, he's Republican. I mean, America. <laughs> I mean, I, I, assume, I assume that, but I just wanted to make sure. I'm not saying somebody like that cannot be president. They should be president. You should be anybody should be able to be the president. I'm just saying well, that Trump they should not that. be the ultimate say of that person, regardless of if they were in the military or not, to just make that decision, dude. Because all right, Obama didn't serve. In, so before my point was that if you're a military guy and you have the power, you're going to most likely make more. Make war, you know. All right, that maybe wasn't hundred percent true because Obama wasn't in the military and he had like the he most drone, drone strikes, strikes of anybody oh, yeah. around. You know, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not right about everything. I'm just no, trying no, to think yeah, here yeah. about it. I'm not um, saying you're wrong, but I'm just saying that the but he had, regardless he had no of one who the person is, that position should not be able to make a decision without having to debate it with any other human beings that are. That uh, people choose, like it and should I, be a discussion. They should have I a podcast, agree. right? Are I we going to go to war? Let's talk about it and figure I, it out. I agree, you. but 
You know, I when, know what you're saying. We know when you need to make a split second decision and at wartime. I don't want to make split second decisions when it comes to killing people. Do you want to make a split? I get it, right? Like, are, there we're is so those strong, circumstances. Right, we're so strong at this point. Our country's so strong. Are we really at that much of a listen? Point? Listen, Benghazi. They sat around and debated it, and all those. Soldiers That's not something that, that should have been debated, though. That's just a failure of leadership. If something is so oblivious, but then now you're on a different so, side of the fence now, because now if that just you know, it just shows how bad our system is. Like, yeah. Yes, in Benghazi, well, the, the we wheels have, of bureaucracy spin right. slowly, and that's the that's problem. Dumb, though. It's, it that's, shouldn't be that way. I I wish there was some other way we could do it. You know what I mean? Like, we should be able to have the debate. Say, say, uh, Benghazi, the embassy is under attack. The president should be able to dis- to call up Congress, have a quick meeting. What should we do? We figure it out. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be. Well, we're gonna have a meeting next month on uh, the twelfth, and by then everybody will be dead. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll slip another couple items into the bill to defend Benghazi. And, uh, you know, I'm going to delete all my emails. After. <laughs> yeah. You it might, shouldn't be like that. Of, a lot of time could be wasted, though. Like a lot like in all that time that he takes to call this guy up and that guy up, though. So much, so much horrible stuff could happen, though. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to think like quick like that. But that's but why the, but, that's but, why I'm right. on the side of. Just, right. you know. But the president is able to be informed almost instantly. Right. A hundred percent. So why can't why can't. The people he's going to debate this with be also informed instantly. There's, there's and then they just come be, to a quick right because the president. Yeah, but I don't. Even, even, that's a good real point. quick, real quick. Even the president, yes, he has the authority to launch a bomb or whatever. The president does still discuss it with his cabinet and yeah. his advisors and whatnot. Of course, why can't just other people who are not part of the uh, executive branch be there at the same well, discussion? I and, might speak out of terms. Because uh, I don't know. I'm not saying 500 people need yeah, to be there. I don't know if I she's part. Of, I don't know if she's part it. of the. Is Nancy Pelosi part of the executive branch? No, she's uh, part of the uh, Congress, which is the. Uh, I know there's three branches. I yeah. always mix up. I know the, the name. No, I don't want to say uh, anything. Executive, legislative, and judicial. Yeah, she's part of the legislative. <laughs> no, I, I, okay. I, I'm, so I'm yeah. pretty sure Nancy Pelosi is gets just the same amount of information that Trump does on wartime things that are going yeah, on. But he doesn't consult her. But th- but that's he's a- even made it a point to not consult her, and I don't think she should be consulted because she's a retard. Yes, but well, but she that's- stutters every two seconds. She she drinks more scotch than we do in a weekend in an hour. So uh, God, make a lot of scotch. But that but that's the problem now. Someone like the Speaker of the House would probably have to be somebody in that circle of wartime talk to to get this done. So now you get somebody who is just hardcore anti-Trump. Like Nancy, right. it becomes now, affected by now politics. all these people are going to die because Nancy just wants to stonewall Trump because, you know, right. because she just wants yeah. to because it's, we're gonna it's Tuesday. Points. Yeah, I know. You know? I, I agree. I agree. hundred percent. That's, right. that's one thing. I don't we've want been, things to be that way. I wish that, I had a magic wand and I could yeah. fix it. But things are things are too politicized. Like you yes. said earlier about the coronavirus, where you think like Democrats are happy and stuff like, you know, originally I wasn't too worried about the coronavirus because I. I said it, and I don't think I'm wrong. As long as the media is excited that the economy is going to tank and that they get to blame Trump for it, how serious is the coronavirus? If the media, if you know, if the media sat down and was like, "Listen, people, shit has hit the fan. This is, we need to do A, B, and C. Go here if you feel this. Make sure." You, like, if the media was worried, I'd be a bit worried. But for so long, they're like, ha ha, this is a party. Fucking the economy's tanking. This is like if, if Trump got impeached, you know, a few months ago, 
Do you think anyone on CNN would have been able to keep a straight face? They would have been partying, bro. The, the cameras they were, weren't, wasn't there uh, Don Lemon and they were like laughing about Trump yeah. people or supporters yeah. or something. Oh, he yeah. called him a retard. Something ever like that. since then, maybe not a retard, but yeah. something they were laughing ever, about. Ever they called, since uh, then, they called Trump a retard. No, uh, his oh, followers. They called, oh, like, supporters. His, I don't think they called him a retard. I think yeah. they said something making fun Less of Trump. Less intelligent. So, yeah, something like that. And like all three guys that were on the you know on the show at the moment started laughing hysterically. Even I was like, man, that's kind of in bad taste. Yeah. You know, these are Americans we're talking about here. I don't yeah. care if they like Trump and they hate me because they think I'm a liberal. They're still Americans at the end of the day. That's that's my point. Like, I will all I when I debate anybody and I try not to debate, I right away know whether you a have a good point or b you just read CNN headlines because mm-hmm. the people who stonewall you and just when you mention Trump start screaming in your face that. You're wrong. You're if 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 what I have to say because I'm a Trump supporter makes me racist. You read CNN headlines, and that's all you, can you tell read. right away yeah. nowadays. Yeah. yeah, and and the once again I will say it goes it on the other way every, too. Goes no, the other it does. There there are right wing snowflakes. Hundred percent, there are right wing snowflakes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's people that just watch Fox News all the time and they're like, Did you hear that? You know, we're gonna be under communist rule if Bernie wins presidency, but you know, he's gonna force us all into re education camps. I'm like, What? Well his his campaign about? manager did say that. <laughs> he did. No, it wasn't his campaign manager. His campaign manager is Jeff Weaver. Never such a said said well, such a of, thing. It could have been one of the people working in this campaign, which there are thousands of people. I don't people know who said it, but Project Veritas, Bernie Just, Sanders. Right. And uh I'm sure I could pull up a video of one of Trump's campaign people saying, you know, fuck Mexicans, you know. They they you know, I mean, like, just I mean, I one, seen it one yet, person but... who, first of all, we're talking about an organization that has thousands of people in it, a campaign, right. right? One person does not define, uh, you know, the candidate's way of thinking or what. Or well, then why are they hired? You should define the candidate's the, way of thinking. Okay, you're the Fortune 500 company of a CEO. Do you hire the janitors? No, you don't even know who they are. No. You don't see every single person. Yeah, but you, I'm I'm pretty sure there's not too many Republicans working on fucking Biden's campaign right now. What do you mean? I'm pretty sure they're not hiring Republicans. Yeah, to but it's run like his a, campaign. you know, it's like it's a, it's a. There's like levels of people in charge. You know, like even at work, my CEO of my my company did not hire me. Another, no, that's understandable. You know, but this is this is a company. This is, you know, if you know, I'm trying to put it in perspective of a company, Bernie does not hire every single person yeah. that works in his campaign. He hires the campaign manager. The campaign manager hires other managers that hire that control you know this office and that office i just feel like in a campaign you should be looking for people who align with your campaign of course yeah Yeah. of course yeah but if if you're going to send send republicans if you're going to send republicans to a re-education camp and treat them like you know slaves to brainwash them i can't believe that's still rank that's fine you know you know uh try and uh brainwash them and yeah yeah that's the fbi calling You know, I think that's wrong, you know, but... No, I agree. Whatever that guy said is uh, fucking outrageous, yeah. you know? Right, that's so, what makes America great is, uh, you know, I don't need to go to an education camp. Yeah. I can think whatever I want. Freedom, baby. So, uh, all right, Big Tony, what's something you want to rant about? What What's something that's been pissing you off? Let's get crazy here for a little bit. <laughs> what's been pissing me off? A lot of stuff's been pissing me Let's off. Let's hear it. But, uh... Yeah, you were complaining feel- to me the other day about a whole bunch of uh, political shit. Yeah, so you know what? Okay, man. You, you were complaining you- to me about Trump. Yes, I actually... No, Listen, no, this I is all about, about Trump. Trump. See, this is the thing here. Like, 
you have like these extreme lefties and these extreme righties, and they just they just they just think one way. They're very close minded. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, you know AOC for instance, right? Obviously, her political she's completely opposite of my view of thinking. But not everything that she says is wrong or stupid or makes no sense. Like she did kind of make a point. I never like, said she was wrong. I just think <laughs> no, she's dumb. She made a point um, the other day. The, the Republicans they wanted to have her head because she said that uh, you know people were uh, ra- you know. They were being racist in, uh, you know, boycotting Chinese restaurants or whatever. I think the term she might have wanted to use was like a xenophobe, but it's kind of like the same type of thing. Like, yeah. you know, people are afraid to go to Chinese restaurants. Republicans are like, I, oh, I know, she's gone off it. the deep, deep, deep end. And this is that's not. Well, that's that's the identity politics that the media pushes me off. That the second that the second there's something you could jump on it. You jump on it. You know what I mean? Like, you blow up whatever you could blow up. Now, Donald Trump, today, Don, uh, Donald Trump is talking about doing a trillion-dollar, uh, you know, stimulus plan. You know, he wants to give paychecks out to Tom people. Oh, fucking no, prick. Yeah, but, you know, that, but see, that's the thing, though. He's doing... Now we're kind of in a crisis. Is it... Wait, you're saying Trump's a communist yeah. prick? Or, that's well, socialism, yeah, bro. That's, that's, yeah, a buyout but, but you know is, what, though? Yeah, I get, socialism. I get, Isn't that I crazy? That. Yeah. But you know socialism what, to the rescue. Yeah, but you know what, though, though? It's not... Until the money runs out. <laughs> Listen, we're in a crisis. Though there's like a difference, you know what I mean? It's not, you well, know, no, I it's mean, like people want people want free benefits and they want all their handouts when everything's going great and the economy's going great. So this, you know, the, the rich guy can give them something, the business owner can give them something. They don't have to do anything now. Like where was the time where people actually need the money? I don't know if you can consider it. It's not socialism to to be a socialist. I feel it's like I know what you mean. It's like a emergency response. Exactly, it's an emergency response. Like people are using the they're using the wrong. I don't. I don't disagree with that. You know, it's, at the risk I, of being I, called a socialist, I'm I don't gonna, disagree I'm with that. Dis- I'm going to disagree is- because it's not going to work. Because if no one's working, if no one's making anything, you cannot yeah. now start. Socialism is only going to work if the if like the economy keeps going on. Like right. things there need still to be needs to be money coming in to su- to like uh, support a socialist program. If you just last second throw a Hail Mary, socialism is going to fix everything. It's not because no. where are you going to get that five hundred million to give everybody the money? And now, when the people get that five hundred billion or whatever, that money is going to be worthless because there's not going to be anything they could go buy with it because everything's closed down because coronavirus killed everybody. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. It needs to be an established thing, always working. It's not nothing is going to work in the end of the world. No, socialism is not going to save you in the end of the world. Neither is capitalism. We're just going to die. You know what I mean? Right. It's not. It's not going to work. Yeah. No. If if the virus got too crazy, capitalism can't save us. It, it's it's a tough situation because being bought, you know, you know, having a stimulus package is is like Skag said, socialism to the rescue. But I do They'll agree. Never with, call it it's that. kind of like an. Yeah, it's, no, it's they like, won't. They won't. But it is. It's I, like I don't an emergency. It's kind of like an emergency. And I of, understand where you're saying. Where as about, some people rather when at the height of our economy and everybody could make money, they still want these free handouts. Yeah, and that's that's wrong. There is plenty I just of like socialism how it gets here. Flipped around, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let, let me make the point. There's plenty of socialism. Like uh, a tax cut that gives, you know, for rich people is basically reverse socialism. They are not now contributing into the system. To, right, to they don't have to contribute yeah. to the system. Or let's say, like, one way, like, there's a lot of programs that will help, will subsidize things for big business. That's socialism. They just call it subsidization to help promote business. You know what I mean? That's socialism for rich people. You're you're make you're giving tax money or you're giving government there. funds to make things easier for business. Or recently, we Trump is having like this trade war with China, right? right. And he 
I'm not sure the exact whatever, but he did something to give money to farmers that were hurt by the thing. That's mm-hmm. that's literally socialism. Yeah, it's a buyout, right? Yeah. That's yeah. literally socialism. You're it's, the definition of capitalism. If your farm fails, your farm fails, yeah, and you figure out right. what you do next. You're kind of they're picking and choosing when to do things when it's convenient for them, and then they just don't call it that thing There's a double because standard. that thing is a dirty word. Yeah. There's a double standard. Double, no, yeah, this is, this is gonna this is just gonna strengthen your argument that I'm a socialist even more. Go ahead. Th- there is a level of the word that socialism is just you know uh, compared to negativity and stuff like that. Right. Because, there there because is a certain we, level of, the Cold of that. War and, and, yeah. and uh, Russia I mean, and all that Because when I, I read some article, and I don't even want to mention it because I truly only read the headline and I didn't go into it, so I could just be spewing fake news. But, like, originally, like, when uh, Social Security was, like, introduced and, and when pensions or something, like I said, I didn't read into the article... But, like, I'm pretty sure it said when uh, Social Security was introduced and they were going to start paying, people were like, oh, this is a socialist program. Right. It like, called Social Security. Yeah. And it's <laughs> a pretty good point. Socialism. Yeah. Social Security. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good point. But, you know, like I said, like, it's it's so, you know, compared to this negative word where, you know, America picks and chooses when they get to use it and when they don't. I guess, though, that might be why America's been so successful whether you, you want to call it socialism or not, maybe, you know, by introducing it in small quantities where it's... Ne- excuse me, before I bang on this anymore. Where it's introduced in small quantities where it's needed. And I don't completely agree with a buyout because, let's be real, if if you owned a farm and it went under and you got a, you got a buyout and your farm's good again, but I own the local deli down the street and nobody's coming and my business went out. Nobody's fucking buying me out. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I've made this point before on our podcast. I'm, I don't really believe in like wholesale socialism, right? I still believe in capitalism. There's a reason why America is, is so good. Look at right? the 80s. It was ca- crazy. Here's the thing. All I, when I'm talking about socialism, I just want rich people to pay taxes, right? I'm not saying... <laughs> They I, yeah, back in the day, back in the too. day, rich people used to pay taxes, and it went back into the system, and it benefited everybody. We have gotten so far from that now that we have like the them, problem them is, paying their taxes yeah. is somehow now called socialism. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they've painted it as they, a dirty thing. Okay, well here here's the establishment at work because now when you look at every fucking politician. This is this is what pissed me off. You want to call me socialist or not? I, I don't care. This is the problem I have with the fucking establishment is because the establishment is nothing but rich people, and then they take rich politicians and put them in house in in spots of power, and then all of a sudden, when they when when the bill comes up, oh, should I pay more in taxes? If you, me, and you are not rich people, me and you are not rich people. If if we had the option to pay less in taxes. If we had a we had a sheet with two check marks on it, pay more in taxes, pay less in taxes, we're all gonna pick pay less in taxes. So now you have all these rich people in the House of Representatives, in in the Senate, in Congress, in the White House. Trump's you know, I mean, Trump hasn't had to pay taxes because he's a rich person. The yeah. whole you know, who where now it's set up in such a manner by the establishment that Rich people are voting on whether or not rich people should right. be taxed, and they're always going to choose 
not to pay. Right. And that's the establishment at work. Yeah, that's, and that's, why, how, that's why it is the way it is. Yes, They're the ones writing yes, the rules. Yeah. Yes. And and that's the you, fucking you are problem. Such a communist, bro. Burn it to the ground. I'm gonna start calling you Captain Marks, bro. I'm serious. That's nah, fine. Like, Whatever. <laughs> I just, I just Captain listen. Marks. You want to call me social? I just want it done right. <laughs> you know? yeah, just, I'm just. That's gonna go back to my point again. Is that like being fair has been branded as socialism, and it's evil. It's evil. It's gonna destroy America. America. Well, yeah. We fought to destroy. Uh, well, socialism I mean, my 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 big fight with communism though is like. You look at communism, and socialism, two different things, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You look at like Venezuela, and you know the the people in power, the rich people in power who didn't have to pay tax. I don't know anything about Venezuelan law, whether they pay taxes. You know, the rich pay taxes or not. But the problem with that is the people in power got Corrupt. super greedy, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's why, as a conservative socialism or communism and i get it they're two different you're scared of it because you don't trust americans as is american government as right right from Mm -hmm. from trump all the way down to my local representative you have a legit concern you know what i mean like and listen i love trump but how much can you know when when he got up on stage and addressed coronavirus for the first time and told Americans not to be worried. Right. I don't it beca- care. It became a political thing. I don't care who would have been. Hillary, Biden, Obama, Sanders, Bush, Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, under the fucking podium, they all would have said the same God did. You can't, as a president... Tell the truth. Yeah. No. Yes. They you have can't. somebody writing what, what you have to yes. say. You can't, as the president, in a time of potential emergency, and now in a time of emergency, you can't get up there and go, we're fucked! You, like, <laughs> do you know? Could you, if Trump went up on stage and started ripping his hair out, going, we're fucked, that's it, that... These streets oh, yeah. would be ablaze. Yep. If Hillary had won the presidency, she still couldn't have done the same thing. She would have had to say the same exact thing Trump said. Bottom line. Yeah, you're right. You know? So, I mean, how much can we really trust these people? This is something that they have to say in a time where we should be worried. Like, And, and, and that's, not, that's nothing even on them. Whether Trump and Hillary is uh, corrupt or not, the American people, it's 2020. We're not the greatest generation ever anymore. The, the people for World War II. We're we're buying out toilet paper because we can't calculate how much we shit in two weeks. These people are preparing for the end of the world, and all they could think about is toilet paper instead of charcoal for your grill or or you know extra food here and there. You're buying hand sanitizer and toilet paper. People in 2020 can't be inconvenienced. It's a very weak generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're different. Me, we're on two different sides of the fucking. Uh, I'll, but in that regards, we're similar. I mean, mean we can shoot guns, we could start fire, we could go camping just about anywhere we fucking want. We could probably navigate woods pretty decently. You've been hunting. I just started. You know, we we have people who could take us fishing. You you've been gardening for what two three years now. You've learned shit like we could figure something out if we were left on our own. These other people are building forts out of toilet paper. These people are basically <laughs> these people are basically buying supplies for people like me and you to show up with a couple of 12-gauge shotguns and go, "I need toilet paper. You going to give it to me or I'm going to take it." That's what we're saying. We have the most important supply of all ammo. Yeah. 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 
You know what? It's not, it's not that even me and you are on opposite sides of the aisle. It's, we don't buy into any of that. No. We're, and not, nobody on, we're should. not on opposite sides and, of the aisle. We're on American. We're Americans, yes, man. And, People forget that shit. Yes, and, and Ant's shaking his head yes over here. And think how long it was, you know, all the way up until, you know, 9-11 and then some. People were just people, and there was no aisle. Remember but, how rock-hard patriotic everybody yeah. was after 9-11? How everyone yeah. was on the same team? Yeah. What happened, man? Obama. That's an incredible ah, I don't point. blame just Obama, bro. Obama. Obama was president, what, how many years after Obama. 9-11? Obama. Nine years after, you, you cannot know, blame Obama but for that. 9-11 happened? He divided the country. Yes. Well. And Trump he didn't divided. divide anybody. Yes, he did. No, well... Listen, <sighs> listen. How did, how did Obama specific to you guys? Right? Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is the good. pacification of America. Hold on. To you guys, to you know, to conservatives, right? Even though we don't like to use labels, to conservatives, how in your mind did Obama, uh, you know, divide people? Or you know, how, what, what did you say before? The pacification of America. Before that, I've, yeah, how, I've how did Obama Scott. pussify America? Okay, so listen. Did he so, go to every single liberal no, person and no. say you need to be a pussy? No. And I'm not saying liberals are pussies, and I'm not saying Republicans are pussies. Uh, okay, so 9-11 was, whether you take the conspiracy side or you take what happened at face value that there was a terrorist attack, whatever you want to believe, that was a huge turning point technologically, military, government, very big turning point. You know, we you know, we've looked at uh who was the guy? Snowden is who we talked about. Yeah, Snowden probably, yeah. Who worked for the NSA? Yeah. Okay. The NSA got a whole lot more power. The FBI got a whole lot more power. It was under Republican leadership. That that's that's fine. I I'm not I'm not worried about any any sides yet. So now there was all this power given to all the alphabet soup agencies and stuff like that. And alphabet soup, <laughs> I like that. And and things really did change. Really did change. And I, you could say it was under Republican presidency back then, but I believe 100% Bush was part of the establishment. Bush was just another puppet. So whether, it doesn't matter who was in office, it was the establishment pulling the strings of what happened after 9-11. So now Bush left and we could debate all day what Obama's original intention was. And I, I have no interest in doing that because I straight up will tell you back when Obama first started running before he became president, he was an interesting, charismatic character. He's probably one of the first politicians that I ever saw. And I was like, wow, I kind of want to like talk to this guy and see like what he would have to be. Think of think of him now. He's a different person now than he was oh, when yeah. he first ran for Being president. president. Changes you, yeah. When he first ran for president, he was like a cool dude, man. Like, and I was I was in college back then. Like that shit spoke to me back then. And I agree. and even back. And I'll tell you, I didn't get into politics up until 2014, 13, I was 15. A, yeah, even back then, yeah. I was deep into no, it. No, like I, I got into it because I saw the corruption that was thrown at Trump, and I realized it was wrong, and it's something that hooked me. And I feel pre-Obama, Obama might have not been established. Or maybe he might have been establishment, and he was just, you know, a, he a is, shell. He is. He is. He is. Like I, I don't know if before he was president, I don't have any information saying otherwise. But once he became president, there was no more... That's when political correctness took over. We always made fun of the politically correct soccer moms, where every <laughs> kid's got to get a Aaron. trophy. Everybody's got to feel good. And 
Obama's presidency was all about whatever makes the people feel good. I feel. I feel Obama's presidency was, we're in hard times, but it's going to be okay, sweetie. You're going to get a trophy, you know? Like, it was babying. And and that that eased everybody. Obama... He made hard decisions. Yes, he did. As a president, every president. What, makes, what, what are you specifically talking about, though? I'm, I'm, just asking, I'm asking. We genuinely. could sit here, but you know, Obama made a lot what of trophy. Was he offering everybody? No, not not a trophy, but it was more. I feel my opinion. So I'm not. He didn't, say, any, to, he didn't say to Osama bin Laden. You know. No, no, no. I know. We'll forgive you. It's okay. No, no. no he he killed, did. Yeah. You know. He did. He did. And and I'm glad he did. But. uh I feel Obama's presidency was more about making people not worried and just making them complacent in their life. And and then all of a sudden, you know, and whether you, I'm not getting into the economy, but the economy did shift when Trump came into office. So whatever happened with that, and I'm no you know economic major, I can't comment on that. But Obama made people feel good. And then one of the big things that nobody likes about Trump is he will come in, get in your face, and tell you the way it is. He will talk in a manner that Obama would never dream of talking. And that's where the division was made. We had one guy who made everybody there feel were two good. two opposites. Yeah. We had one guy who made everybody feel good. And then we had one guy who, I'm not going to say tells it like it is, but he's going to give you the raw, dirty shit of it all. You know what I mean? And that created this big divide. And then the media. The media is not your friend. I'll say it on every podcast. The media is not your friend. And nope. the media has fed into this. Everybody was so comfortable with Obama and listened to what the media had to say. Now, when Trump came in, the media just came in and fucked with everybody, and it created this divide. Okay. So what do you got to say, Ann, on this? This is a pretty yeah, good topic, I, actually. I want, to hear, I want you guys to fully express We might have to do an Obama episode. Ah, oh, man, I don't want to talk about that <laughs> asshole. <laughs> we talked about Biden, so. Yeah, no, but that's crazy. We, we talked about Biden, Trump, Obama. Sanders. Fuck yeah, it, let's talk but, about but, uh, Obongo. Obama. Spend an hour about Obama and, uh, and how it was all Bush's fault anyway. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? What, what created the divide? <laughs> You know what? I agree with a lot of what you said. It was like the pussification of America. Like people kind of uh I'm sorry, but there's like a win or a lose and people need to learn that, you know, losing is part of life and you just have to lose. Like so I kind of get what you were saying about all of that. But I feel like um even with like the racial conflicts, like for example, like I don't know, like when I was when we were growing up in the nineties, two thousands, we didn't have like these racial conflicts going on. And like you yes, said, did. come on, it was never was as, it publicized like it this, wasn't though? publicized, but it was it, it became, I, it became it's, bigger. It's America hard to, is the land of racial conflict. It's hard to say because like I'm not going to speak for anyone. I've never been racist. I've always had black and brown and and uh, captain's virtue signaling now. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm I'm running for a democratic seat. <laughs> No, but like uh, 2001, uh, like Skag said, 9-11 happened. It was all about, it's not about I'm white, you're black, you're Spanish. You're just like, we're American. Let's stick together. Let's yeah. let's do that. You know, and I felt there was a lot of that under George Bush. Like, I mean, listen, he totally destroyed the economy. If anybody want to ask, like, why we're in, like, trillions of dollars in debt, it all started with him. And we had a surplus. We went into debt. Bush fucked it all up. Obama <laughs> made it worse, though. But, um... But the one thing that Bush did that was great, he kept us all together. 
Like, I don't think people even can even like thought there's of. There's nothing like a an, an well, attack. Well, Bush kept on, this all together because of 9/11. Right. There's nothing yeah, like an that, attack exactly. on your country that motivates people to it's, it's, it's f- like to fall in line. It's, it's like when a, you stand up for your little brother. Like my little brother is a shit, but he's my little shit. This is my home country. The three of us could be in here having a debate and arguing with each other about politics, and we could be really mad at each other. If some dude came in here and started shooting at us. We'd all fight him. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. One hundred percent. Call to war. Yeah, end right. of story. But what about like in t- but today's like in today's situation? We have this. Coronavirus is a big thing. We're not standing together as Americans. It's always what did Trump yeah, say about it? Trump did this. Like it's not. This is not when, something to be politicized. When, like let's talk about life. Thank you. Let's. Thank how you. are we going to survive? I, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I hate the when, fact that's politicized. When real, when shit really hits the fan on. If shit hits the fan with this virus and it becomes some type of Walking Dead situation, <laughs> I was about to say it, Walking. You dead. know, listen when. When you're running and gunning, and you know, God forbid, it really becomes some type of Mad Max situation, you're not going to pull up to a group of people who are willing to help you. You're starving. You have, you know, you're cold. You're out in the elements. You're you're not going to walk up to these people, and these people are not going to walk up to you and be like, "Did you vote for Trump?" Like no, that's not going to be a question know. to get into these people's camp. They're like, "Are you a good guy? Are you going to fuck us over?" No, I genuinely need help. Come here, let me help you. Right? You know what I mean? Maybe. How hyper-polarized are things nowadays? You are just writing off how angry people are. I get... No, people are going to be angry, but... I think... You think in in a Walking Dead situation, there's going to be a Bernie Sanders camp where they're shooting Trump supporters? Yes. I I feel we're in the direction. I think if we had a purge, if if there was a purge night, if there was a purge night, yeah, there'd be... There'd be people running around in blue suits with red ties and wigs on, murdering people. The there Trump were, people would yeah, win yeah. because the Democrats are against <laughs> guns anyway, so it'd be like a all Republican. Uh, be like a shooting fish in a barrel. There are certain people that are going to take this shit so seriously that yes, in the end of the world, they are going to play politics. Right? I've. I've what's, what's the value of politics when there is no more government? People are irrational, bro. Yeah. Well, that's gonna, why they're buying all the. I've paper. seen. Listen. I've seen people say, fucking liberals, like that has something to do with the fact that this coronavirus is spreading. I've seen people somehow, people we know, right, somehow trying to blame this situation on liberals. What? Yeah. What What does any liberal person do? What does any liberal person have to do with the spread of coronavirus? What it's did any disease. political view have to do with it? Right. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? What but, does any political view have to do with it? You're right, Ann. Right. But I... The fact that that is even possible, that someone could make some shit up and blame someone, yes. If the world ended and there was a group of right-wing lunatic nut jobs, and I showed up there and I'm like, I'm a big Hillary supporter, they're probably going to kill me. Or they're probably going to be like, we don't want you living here with us. Get lost. Yeah, but it's the end of the world. It'd just be easier to say he he voted for Trump. (laughs) Right. But if, you know what I mean? Like, if I didn't, if they gave me some sort of test, you know what I mean? Like, you're giving people too much credit, I feel. I guess. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, you know, know. I I am concerned that I don't have enough ammo for the coronavirus, so I shouldn't be giving them that much credit. You're assuming everybody's like me and you. Yeah. They're not. Or you. Well, to be honest with you, if if the world ended and we developed our camp, you know, Legion Ranch, I wouldn't be taking in anybody. I would, if nah. they could help us. Yeah, if you were a firefighter or a fucking you know, But I wouldn't Marine. be giving them a political test. No. You know? No. I don't if care. You, if you worked at the subway and uh, you've been making sandwiches for the past five years and you don't know how to plant seeds or shoot a gun, well, here's a sandwich and a bottle of water. Get a step in. Yeah. 
I agree. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so Ant, how do you uh, how do you feel about all this, man? How do you how do you like the podcast situation? I think this podcast is awesome. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, Ant's like our first fan that we've had on. Yeah. We have like we, we got to get your cousin Ant on. He's a, he's been a fan since like episode one. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah we got a handful of fans. Yeah. They're basically all the people we know. Well, you know, it's got to start somewhere. <laughs> Hopefully the other 325 million people can catch on and just sit down and have a conversation just like the three of us did for yeah. how long, however long. I know. An hour and a half. I know. So. If you listen to a lot of podcasts, though, like it's not, obviously not just ours. Like a lot, that's what podcasting is kind of about. Podcasting is like this alternative uh, media format, right? Where it's so popular because people... Are like, oh man, this this stuff still happens. Well, yeah, you people gotta, can still sit down and just have a conversation, yeah. and and it's it, that's why and, gotta, it's, and like the media won't even acknowledge podcasting. exactly because yeah. the media is not your friend. You got to understand, like the media would hate us if yeah. they heard this fucking yeah. podcast. You got you got to understand. There's the media says that you know, oh, we did a poll and half of you know fifty eight percent of Americans are anti Second Amendment. No, you you, you selected up, who you were yes, polling. You pulled up a poll and you typed in fifty eight percent and you presented that as fact. You know, you, you yeah, pull, or, or you went to uh, you know uh, the the lower west yeah. side in Manhattan and yeah. pulled you know five hundred yeah. people. Yeah, the liberal. What do you elites, think they're going to say? Yeah, yeah, and, and then and then they'll have you believe that eighty five percent of America despises Donald Trump. Meanwhile. He could go to a liberal state like New Jersey. They're liberal, right? Democratic state, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and 250, 300,000 people show up to a rally. Like, you know, like these numbers. That's mm-hmm. why Trump truly holds these rallies all the time when there's 400 people that you can't deny these numbers that he walks into a state and 400. Yeah, they, try. they try to deny them. Exactly. Yeah. But what I'm my point is, and this has nothing to do with politics, is. People don't feel the way the media portrays right. the people. Yeah, there's more. You know what's you know what's weird. I wonder why. Why are there more uh, like liberal left wing media outlets than there are? Like, there's only Fox News, right? I guess as a there's as like a there's conservative. six companies that own ninety percent of the media. It's all part of the establishment's agenda. It, it's true. Look there's it up. Six, right? So I feel like five out of six are left wing, and yes, one they are. Right wing is the Fox News. Yeah. Like, why? Why is that? Because there needs to be one. That's why when you, so I use CNN as a good example. Anytime, you know, CNN doesn't just give you the news. They they say something and then they bring you to a panel of five people, five, yeah. five quote unquote experts. And if you look at every panel that they do, and Fox News does this too. If it's a, if it's a panel of five, four people are going to feed you the same shit and a different candy wrapper. And the fifth guy is going to have a different opinion, and the four people are going to hate that guy. And it's going to make all the simple-minded yeah. sheep at home go, I agree with the woman at number one, they, but they the guy at number five, way. yes, yeah. it's all set up that way. It, yeah, it's we, all, we spoke about this before. They have like four blonde bimbos on there yeah. that are Trump supporters, and who they make sound terrible, like idiots, they yeah. make terrible points. Yeah. And then they, you know, and then they, you know, they try and show you like, look, Trump supporters are dumb. Yeah, and then they white, get some Harvard girls. law degree educated political science master degree from uh, you know Harvard right, to, to, to sit down yeah. and debate these these right. you know, housewives. Right. Yeah, and he tramples them. You know, or it's the reverse. It, it's four fucking you know Harvard you know master degrees. And one regular, you know, Joe Schmo from the from the corner, 
and they trample him. And he's got the the different view out of everybody, and then they all jump on him, saying how his view's the bad one. Yeah, I mean, Fox News is a little bit different. Um, I've watched a lot of Fox News, and Good. it's not <laughs> they don't they don't they don't. I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like they don't do it that way. They don't have like a panel of people. They have panels, but do nowhere they? CNN will have a panel for any topic. Fox News has a panel for like okay at eight o'clock. This is our panel, yeah. you know. Like this is our show at eight o'clock. This panel. I feel like when I've watched Fox News, say uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Sean Hannity. Not Hannity. Tucker I love Carlson. Hannity. Tucker Carlson, I right? And I like Tucker Carlson, but I seen him recently. He had on um, Bill Nye, the Science Guy, and he was they were talking about like climate change, and he wanted Bill Nye to make his case for climate change. But he wasn't giving him like a chance to f- fully finish his sentence. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like Bill Nye said a lot of like stuff that was kind of stupid, but he never gave him a, f- a chance to no. fully eloquently Who's... say. He kept like cutting him off and yeah. cutting him off and be like, "Oh well, you didn't you didn't answer my question. You didn't answer my question. So that means climate change is not real." Like, yeah. Shut Who's... up. Let the guy fucking talk and make his point. Who's, um... It's like a different, uh, you know, like method of trying to disprove someone. I really or make someone look stupid. I'm, I, I really don't want to say it this way, but who's the black guy from CNN? Don Lemon? The the one who laughed. Who, Don Lemon, yeah. yeah. Okay, after um, Trump said something about the coronavirus or whatever, uh, they had some doctor on CNN, and he interviewed him, and he tried so hard. You could physically see he was just sitting there with like this stern face, huffing and puffing at every question that he asked this guy. And he, he just tried to navigate every question just to make this doctor say Trump's not doing a good job. Like, it, it wouldn't be about, like, the doctor's way. qualifications on why this is what he's talking about. It would be about, so so Trump said this. What do you think about that? Well, you know, he's not wrong in the sense, and he would huff and puff. And then he would, then, like, after that, he'd ask him another question. All he was looking for was him to say, Trump did this wrong, and and I guarantee you, if the yeah, guy was just jump like, on it when yeah, he does, yeah. I guarantee you, if the guy was just like, yeah, Trump fucked up, they, they would have cut him off, and CNN would have thro- they would have been popping bottles, you know, like, it's, just, it's ridiculous. Why can't we have a news? I mean, I've said this so many times. I sound like a broken record. Why can't we have a news station that just reports the news? Yeah, we do. It's called Joe Rogan. It's fucking pathetic that we have to go to the yeah. Fear Factor guy for yeah. real news. Yeah, I mean, but even him, he has his own. Yeah, views, he, he probably know? has his but own does, agenda too. Yeah, yeah, you know, but he does uh, at least you know has all different types of people on, and he hears he's them a, out. He's kind of middle of the road, though, right? That's why he's famous because no, he's, he's fair. He's pretty liberal, but he yes, will but have he's on. Fair. Liberal, but he's, he's fair. Yeah, like he he's very liberal, but he'll have on a uh, Ben Shapiro. You know Ben Shapiro. Yes, Ben Shapiro's very right. Very well. I, you know, they have him on and uh, they talk. I think we might see. Uh, I'm I'm my I feel uh, 15, 20 years down the line we may see Ben Shapiro as a president as a future God, president. God, I hope not. I don't know. God, I don't know. If he, he's, I listen, think, he's very young. He needs a lot of obviously a lot more experience. But he definitely. I think he'll. I think we'll see him in Congress and in, uh, in the House. Nah, no way, bro. He's got a great gig as it is. You think he's gonna want to yes. get involved? No. Yes. Why would you want to? Like he, people are weird like that. Yes. Why would why would anybody want to get involved in you politics? Want, you want Ben Shapiro to be uh, like your president, for example? N- not him in particular. Actually, uh, I like him, but I'm not like, sold on him. I actually like uh, Candace Owens. She's pretty good. I know who that She's is. She's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. 
She's a woman. She's an African-American woman, but she's fair. She's conservative, and she's and not about the, the bullshit. the media hates her. They hate her she's, because they don't... People like she that has don't get free, covered. Because she she's has a free a, mind. Yep, she's exactly what... You know, the media always screams about, like, how come we don't have an African-American woman doing this? Because you don't want one. Yeah, and then you have Candace Owens doing it, and they're like, oh, shit, we can't talk about right, her. Right, not her, not her. Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard. Anybody not but her. her. Yeah. Not her, not Anybody Tulsi Gabbard. Anybody but her, please, no. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. I, would li- I actually would like to see her down the line. So I think if, if we, yeah. like, I think. Tul- I- Tulsi and Candace, that would be a great presidential election. Here's a room full of guys who would rather have these two women run than the shit we yeah, see right now. Yeah, I can care less what you are. I don't care if I you're want a the man best or a woman. I just job. be the best. That's it. That's bottom yeah. line. Who cares? Left, left, right, black, orange, brown, purple, <laughs> yeah, green. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, 100%. Ben Shapiro's uh, a bit a bit out there, though. Not that he's out there. He's, uh, he he's makes like great a, points, he's, but he's, he's very... Uh, I'm not saying he doesn't make great points, but like he is so... like He's very right-wing. He's, yeah, he's, he's against gay people. Well, not he's against gay people. He's against gay marriage. Why do you he's, give on a fuck? The, he's on Why the string you... of the extreme. He's on like the cusp of extreme right wing. Yeah, like if you're against gay marriage, that's like an automatic disqualifier for me. Because why do you care? If you have, why to, do you care? If yeah, you, you know have what? to pay taxes, I don't care. It, what who do you, you care? Fuck? I don't yeah. care. I don't care what you put your dick no. in. Who gives <laughs> no. a fuck? On the same token, though, like they always talk about, don't involve like religion and politics. You shouldn't, shouldn't right? He, right, but he like, but then you the, had uh, Pete Buttigieg. The mayor from yeah. California, Bugger. whatever, yeah, whatever, like, yeah, they don't want politics involved. He's this gay married mayor, and he's talking about scripture, and oh, you know, voting for Trump is against scripture. It's like, oh, now because you're against Trump, you can involve politics yeah. and religion together because it, like it fit the like, agenda. Exactly, that's what I can't stand about. I mean. I hate Pete Buttigieg, right? But he didn't really flaunt the fact that he was gay, to be honest with you. People didn't, didn't know try he was use, gay until yeah. late in the game. He didn't really try to like use it as a way to score points or anything. I give him that. He, no, he didn't but the need thing to... is, you can't be like, use that whole religion. And then he's like... Why not? Gay people could be religious. Yeah, but you know what? You want to talk about so scriptures... The church don't want you to be religious. <laughs> Listen, that's true. That's true. Scri- this pope is very liberal. He doesn't Yeah, really- but you know what, though? You want to talk about voting for... Like, we voted for Trump, so that's going to put us in, in hell that's against scripture? No, like, that's bullshit. Look at scripture. Yeah. Being gay is against scripture, and who's so to say let's that? be serious. And, I mean, honestly, did God tell any there? of these people directly? No. it's uh, People wrote it's the a, scripture. It's supposed to be a fair competition, so God wouldn't... Yeah, whoever won one, that'd be God's will. It's a fair competition. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, when I'm the talking, Yankees play the Red Sox, is it does God smite I'm, the I'm, Boston I'm Red Sox fans? Even, I'm talking even in terms of like, all right, for example, Ben Shapiro doesn't want gay people to get married because he's super religious and he believes in uh, like the direct interpretation of uh, his Jewish religious law. Can bro, who did God tell you that? The, the Torah, right, and the Bible and the Quran were written by human beings, not by God, right? No. Other human beings who most likely were probably pretty prejudiced, especially back then, a thousand years ago, <laughs> when everyone was prejudiced, right? So, so don't tell me now in 2020 that I need to listen to this, you know, the wisdom of these books can never be, you know, questioned ever. It's just, you know, it's, if you want to believe that, that's fine. But you cannot. I don't believe in dictating that to other people. Yeah. Everyone should be able this to do what they want. This is the you, establishment I, I, pushing its I agenda. Believe, I believe Ben Shapiro has every right to believe that, right? Yeah. However, I, I don't believe Ben Shapiro can now be come in charge and tell me that I can't do something yeah. because he believes in that certain thing. I'm not saying you cannot believe that. 
that's fine. But you cannot tell me I can't smoke weed. Or yeah. I can't suck dick. I, or I can't, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is America. We're supposed to be free here, yeah. right? That is the, yeah. the founding principle of our country: freedom. It's people the left. Thing we are. People left another place that they had no freedom, so they could get away from that, so they could be free. And now the people, isn't it crazy? Like the country that left another country, like you know what I mean? Left another country to get freedom yeah. is now trying to tell people what they can and can't yep. do. You live long enough to die the hero. You either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yeah. yeah. Let's even use we're, that we're example. Living, we're living too long now. Let's use that example on right-wing people who uh, love guns and, you know, good law-abiding people. Don't fuck with my right to own guns. But God forbid you smoke weed. You can't smoke weed. How dare you? You're a terrible person for smoking weed. You're evil. You're a criminal. I could use the same argument in reverse against you about yeah. guns, right? But I wouldn't because I know it's bullshit. Yeah, there's a lot of gun-toting Democrats too, though. So, I I'm one of them. Yeah, every single Democrat in office has guns. Everybody they, they get followed around by people with guns. Everybody's under the assumption that every Republican is exactly one way, and every it's, it's Democrat called, is yeah. one way. It's, well, it's identity politics. People are told yeah. what their identity are now. Yep. I think it's the time for the millennials, though, like our generation, to seriously. Make a step because we actually are the future. It's the future. The future's in our hands. Like we talk about the boomers, the boomers. Like the boomers are. Hey, bro! The millennials are a trending socialist. A lot of polls that well, yeah. Those type of policies are like more well accepted. I might be a millennial, but I'm scared to see what the millennials are gonna do. Yeah, well, that's why. Like the the ones that are in fear need need to like step up, you know, and make a change for the better. That's there's gonna be a lot of change once the millennials take over. There's gonna be a lot of change. Yeah, but but they're gonna grow up though. See, we're we're young though. Like we're 32. Like we can. We have like so many so much time to adapt. Like Winston Churchill was a liberal. Like he always, I don't know if you ever heard like a Woodson uh, Churchill quote. He said, "If you're 20 years old and you're not a liberal, you have no heart. But if you're 40 years old and you're still a liberal, you have no brain." Yeah, I've heard, <laughs> I've, heard I've heard that. That's a great quote. It's an incredible quote. <laughs> That's a really good quote. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in uh, times change and your yeah. needs change. And you know yeah. what? In in another you know uh, 30 years, there'll be another group of young people that will think are retarded and yeah. they'll have another well, method well, somebody, of thinking. Okay, somebody brought it up right. in, in our like, group. You fucking stupid liberal. Like, they'll think us, like millennials are pretty liberal, right? Yeah. They'll think that we're probably not liberal enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're too, like, well, no, it might be, it might be more, it might be more right wing because you well, got yeah, to, you got to, you got to see like the way right generations now, go. right now. So there was hippies in the sixties and seventies and then they raised a whole generation, the boomer generation. And, and now we see all these liberal policies in in America right now. There might, you know, eventually there's going to be a changing of the tides where where people are going to grow up more conservative because they don't like to see these liberal agendas pushed. And I'm not saying right, it might be whipped back. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's the ebb and flow of it, you know, where these hippies raised children's children during a very Republican era during Reagan's era. It was so hardcore Republican. Led it made people being liberal. It made people be mm-hmm. liberal. So then they raised a generation, and now we see how crazy and liberal it's gotten. That it's going to force other back. people to raise yeah. a Republican generation, and then the tides will change again. Yeah, oh, right. That's right, because it always seems to be like a Republican wins presidency, and then the Democrat wins, and the yeah. next one the Republican. Like it always seems to go back and forth. I guess well, it's always going to go. It would be personally, it would be dangerous if we had. 40 years of just straight Republican presidencies or 40 years of... Do you know how do you know how bad that would get? 
You know, dynasty. I, we don't want a dynasty. You know, I, I, the the changing of the tides needs to happen somewhere along the line. Republican or not, do you know how bad? Could you imagine? I don't want a Trump like, dynasty. Yeah. yeah. People are talking like after uh, Donald Melania become I'm not Melania Ivanka becomes uh, president that Donald Jr. and uh, no, the no, other. This is America. I don't, we don't, do, I don't, want we don't that. do royalty. I didn't want a, I didn't want a Bush dynasty. I didn't yeah, want a Clinton, Clinton dynasty. Yeah. We don't want it's got to change like you yeah. said. Even if it changes parties, but hopefully as long as anyone, it keeps, any Amer- for America the is though. a land of the people. Any yeah. of the people should be a president, not like a certain family. Change very patriotic better. episode. I think it's a good place to end it. We did uh we did an hour and forty four minutes. All right, well, time wow. flies, right? Pretty good. We shot the shit, boys. Awesome. Yeah. All right, cheers, gentlemen. We're gonna end another good one. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. There's still booze. Don't worry. Back in September, we'll celebrate St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah. We're not worried about the booze going anywhere. Yep. Adios, people. Later. All right, take care.